cancelled. In today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke dealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, wow. Until now. You sound hot as hell, and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make him sad, you make me cry, go to sleep. You're going down, sister. Who is say? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces made the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFS. Hey, Henson! Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout on 106.7 WJFK. I am the aforementioned El Jefe, and it is just not me. I can I can promise you uh, that I would be nothing without the man across from me, Tommy Bateman. Tommy, thank you so much for being here. Let's have let's have a re uh, revisit of our Christmas show that was so highly regarded. And uh, oh yeah, Dubs is here too. Hey, the the. Maybe the meanest son of a bitch in the history of radio. Um, I don't know if we should talk about it now because I do want to. I do want to talk for a second about what you did to Wonder Boy on the Ron and Fest show this week. Hasn't it been played out? No, because no. I haven't gotten my two cents in yet. Okay. And I know someone else who wants to get their two cents in as well. And we'll do that a little bit later on in the show as a special guest. A very famous person is going to be stopping in the hideout uh, here on I don't see that in the notes here that you give me. You give me an outline. I don't see that anywhere in here. Why why are you trying to throw stuff on me? You know, why are are people trying to throw stuff on me? Um, I I know we got to get used to coming in after another live show. But Jesus. (laughs) Come on, how about a little help here? That was live. Everybody, if it's on this station, it's on our team. Stop that. All right. Um, but so much going on. Uh, let me let me run through 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Uh, if you use the AOL for broadband instant messenger, <laughs> now we all got the giggles. It's uh, JFKLJEFE. That's J-F-K-E-L-J-E-F-E. For those of you that aren't maybe familiar with the hideout, um... We do a Saturday night show. We have been doing this for about nine months now. Usually it is in the evening time. However, tonight I believe we have the Patriots and the Titans mm-hmm. right here on WJFK. So because of that, we'll be covering, uh, we'll be uh, carrying WBCN or CBN, one of the, one of the rock stations up in uh, Boston carries the Pats games. So we're going to have their live broadcast of the game this evening for you. What is it going to happen? What? God's sake. This is the live show? Yeah, what? What is this? I retract my statement earlier. Uh, he's got Wonder Boy-itis. Did it just happen to fire on you? Yeah, is that what did. happened? It was in there for a few seconds already. Shut up. It was. And so, anyway, we got a whole bunch of stuff that we're going to get to this evening. Um, introduce yourself, if you would, J-Dubs. What do you mean? I... People, this is a new time slot. It's a new year. It's a new time slot. I'm a renowned broadcaster in this area. I am J-Dubs, 
also uh, from the Ron and Fez show, but mostly from the hideout. <laughs> mostly? Mostly. Um, anyway, I want to say that I am accustomed to being on on, sun on Saturday afternoons. It's not just Saturday nights in which I have made my, uh, my debut, I suppose, on WJFK. Formerly, myself, a transitional producer for the Ron and Fez show. Uh, now a programming assistant and uh, doing the Saturday night show. But I also... <laughs> Dump room. Um, editing for show content. That's what it is. But another thing, I have actually, uh, driving in today, Dubs, first of all, I can't believe the traffic. The tr I'm not used to having a ton of traffic whenever coming down to JFK. And I live in Silver Spring, so just getting from 16th Street over to the Beltway was a complete mess on Georgia Avenue. Well, I'm really used to it because usually the Saturday afternoon time is when I do all my shopping for the week and get all that kind of stuff done so I can relax on Sundays is my day off. So usually Saturday afternoon is full of driving, so I know how bad I'm not, Saturday afternoon can be. I'm not used to it because usually when we do the hideout, the show starts at 8 o'clock, which it will start at 8 o'clock next week. And we're usually in the car. You know, I'm getting down here around 6.30, 7 o'clock. And it's not that bad, but man, in the middle of the afternoon, on a Saturday, it's hellish. And then you get the sun uh, glaring in your eyes. The only thing, the only redeem redeemable thing, was the fact that I got to listen to the wedding show on the way in uh, with Mr. Rob Spiewak. And uh, I gotta say, it's a good show now that Rob's taking it over. Were you jealous he took your spot? <laughs> well, I that wasn't my spot. I um I had done a little, I did a little stint on the wedding show before. I gotta say. Up until the point that Rob took over, it was the greatest wedding show ever. Uh, the, my little sit-in on the wedding show. The, the one where you sold J-Dubs out and blamed everything on him? I don't really recall that, but if that's what you I have tape of it, actually. <laughs> you really? Yes. Uh, play it. I don't remember calling J-Dubs out, but whatever. I remember you uh, saying a bunch of things about the lovely Sharon Lewis and then backtracking when you um, recalled on it. All right, play the tape. And what show are you from? Uh, El Jefe's Hideout, which yeah. you'll be able to hear tonight. Okay. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much. It's Wait. good to step in. And is there an apology to me? All right. All right. Let me tell the story real quick. Here's what happened. It was Hurricane Isabel. Mm-hmm. And all, all the power's knocked out. And so after the Ron and Fez show, the hideout goes on with me and J-Dubs. And, um... Sharon was so lovely to call in on the show. You know? Now, I can't control my co-hosts. Mm -hmm. My co-hosts are unruly, and they said some very nasty things. Yes. Uh, I guess, was it about your you lead. or... Well, they well. What happened is that they were asking the audience, the listening audience, to call in and tell their experience with the hurricane. Mm -hmm. And so I just happened to be in my car, and I said, you know what? I'm going to call in and say. What, what was happening with Todd and I. So I called and I said, you know what? Um, I scared my husband to death. I wanted to talk. I told you about this, Dr. Lisa. I was like, you know, I, like, I just wanted to talk about our life and our relationship and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, you know what? I don't have an Xbox. I don't have cold beer. Like, leave me alone. Right? And so. You know, oddly, it's all coming back to me now. Can we stop this for one second? What? I don't know what the problem is. I don't take as much offense to uh, you selling me out because you were the one that said that she was talking too much, mm -hmm. just as you are right now. You're doing the blah, 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 blah. I don't blah, know what blah, you're blah. talking about. But I'm more offended by the background music that's going on during that thing. <laughs> I'm what the hell was that? That's Barry White, dude. You don't know who Barry White is? You don't talk over Barry White, all right? Well, that's their show open. That's what I was told don't to do. Don't step on him. 
Don't they, step up. Keep going. What is called, this? And I was expressing that on, um, you know, the show. And they were very kind to me. And then after they hung up, they just dogged me. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God. Can you be, imagine being married to a radio chick? All right, oh, this is ridiculous. And I was just like, I was... I was like, I can't believe that they did that. Well, now that it's all coming back to me and you've refreshed my memory, <laughs> I remember it going down something like that. Okay. Um, I, I believe I said something to the remark of, don't women like to talk a lot, especially women in radio? Yeah. That poor guy, he doesn't have power. Okay. I think I said something like <laughs> something that. Something like that. I would like to apologize. Apology accepted. For my co-host saying that to you. There, no problem. It wasn't me. Well, thank you. And Dr. Lisa? in the studio with us All right, also. Dallas, what do you got? Now, I know you're lying. I know that you were the one that said that because I have never gone on that long talking about someone. I can't construct a sentence that long on the air. You know that. All right, let me say this, and I'd like to reiterate it. Now that she's not in my presence, I want to stress it. Mr. Spiewak's going to know what I'm talking about. Look, women talk a lot as it is. I'm not going to lie to you. They're, they're, all of them think what they have to say is interesting and witty. Turns out it's not. It's only witty if you have boobs and if you're showing a lot of cleavage. So that's your average woman. Then you take a woman who is in radio, who gets paid to talk, and she actually thinks that what she is saying is important and therefore needed more than what the average woman. And so she's going to talk a lot more. And my whole point was that poor dude who doesn't have any power from the Hurricane Isabel not only does he does he not have an Xbox, not only does he not have cold beer, he, most people are stuck with a woman at that point, but he's stuck with a radio woman. And there's nothing worse than that. Now, Hefe, when you did the wedding show, you had to talk with her for the whole hour, you know, do the whole show with her. I'm not bashing her or anything. No. But how much did she talk when you guys were in spots, when you guys were doing commercials? How much did you just... No, no, I'm not here to bash Sharon because she's a very lovely no, lady no, and I enjoyed I, my time sitting in on the wedding it's show. It's a very simple question, though. Did she talk the whole way through? Because I know us, when we go to commercials, we don't talk at all. No, nah, we, we want to save it for the air. We want it to be funny. Plus, that's the other thing about guys, too. We know when to shut up. Yeah. We know when we can just sit in silence and stare at the television or play PlayStation 2 or even just sit in silence and stare at each other. There's no pressure to talk to each other. Exactly. Um, blah, 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 blah. Now, I, was that it during the breaks, too? Yeah. And there, <laughs> were, there, were, there were four four women in on that episode. Jesus Christ. So, I, I, I still like how she was like his mom, like, do you have an apology for me? And, yes, yes, and, mom, I do. And here's the thing. I mean, what am I supposed to do at that point? Say no? Move on. I'm, you know, she welcomed me into her show. I gotta, I gotta sit there. I gotta apologize for what Dub said on the air. I didn't say it. Well, actually, I think somebody that you knew called in, right? Yeah. Go, well, um, let's go to uh, Justin. Justin, welcome into the wedding radio show. Voice. Hello. Um. Hey, Justin. Thanks for calling the wedding show. What's up? Hey. Um. My name is Justin, and I'm having a. a marriage with my life partner Alex in Canada Okay. and we're trying to figure out how to have a mesh of styles of weddings he wants to have a Chicano wedding <laughs> mariachi bands and other such and I want to have an Afrocentric Kente patterns and de de um, how do you say that word um, Dishakis um Oh my goodness, I can't believe, I know what you, you just said it so wrong that you got it on my, <laughs> 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 go ahead. 
I understand. Daishiki. Daishiki. That's right. Daishiki. Yes. I want to have drums and dancers, but he wants to have terrible marriage. Well, you know what? That doesn't sound like a big... You know what? You can actually blend both of them very, very well. And then at that point, they actually go on to to answer the question. Actually, I liked what you... you, there was some caterers in in the uh, yeah, in that the day. The Baker Boys from Waldorf. Good and this was Hefe's main concern with that call. How does it okay. affect food, Dave and, and Tom? How, do, how, how what do you go if you do have that that mixture? Is there any change up in the food or in the pastries and things like that? Have you have you ever run across that type of situation? Now you're editing tape to make me sound like I'm fat. Man, I re- <laughs> I really uh, I really don't appreciate that. How does that affect food? Now let me explain. Let me explain something though. That's me trying to turn a crank call into something that we can for real talk about. Um, the the crank call was our our buddy, uh, Matt Albert, mm-hmm. who is a six foot three, uh, four hundred ninety five pound, nineteen year old black virgin with no br- driver's license. So he calls in as Justin. Uh, Which is my name. And then he says his Latino lover, Alex, don't know who that could be, are uh, getting this gay marriage up in Canada. And they want to know how to mix cultures. <laughs> and i got to be honest. Uh, as soon as I heard the phone call, I had to turn around because I was laughing. But I didn't want to convey that it was a prank call at the point. Yeah. Because then, you know, all these people are going to start calling in, prank calling and all, all that kind of fun stuff. So... Hey, man, I thought I did an outstanding job, and I hope at some point Sharon Lewis is willing to allow me back in to uh, hang out on the wedding show. Maybe Rob would need to go out of town or something. I'm willing to step back in. Better yet, I'd like to hear J-Dubs on the wedding show, because I think that would be fun. Would you be able to to host something like that? It takes a lot of talent to host something like the wedding show or uh, Tech Talk. I don't think I'd be able to. Here Here we are in the middle of the afternoon on JFK, and we're not trying to sell you something. And I feel a little out of place because of that. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Cameron Gray, our operations manager, uh, IM'd me and says that it's WBCN. And, um, well, whatever. That's BCN. Pats, uh, Tennessee Titans coming up tonight. Uh, 8.15 start time, 106.7 WJFK. I hear that's going to be a cold game, too. Have you seen the, what's the uh, wind chill out there? It goes down to negative 12 now tonight. Oh, dude, speaking of cold, man, what about here? Does this remind you at all of being at home in Michigan, Dumps? It does, and it doesn't at the same time because it's so bitter cold here, but there's not a whole lot of snow yet, you know? And that's the only thing missing, but the bitter cold does make it feel. The reason I knew that it was really, really cold is whenever I walked outside today after drinking some water, I could feel the hair on my mustache freeze as I'm walking down the street from just having droplets of water on my mustache. And that's when you know his balls ass cold. So, Bateman, producer man, you got any other clips of me on the wedding show, or uh, is that it? Uh, I think I have one more of you uh, selling dubs out. All right. Yeah, it has been the wedding show. I am El Jefe. Uh, thank you for letting me sit in with you. Thank you so much. And I apologize for my cohorts and the nasty you things know, they said there. You know, it's quite all right. It's all forgiven. I'll say it again. I'll make you have to apologize for me now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I said it. <laughs> I'm sorry that I said it on the show. I know, seriously, though, I'm sorry, Dubs, that when it's one of those situations whenever you're confronted by people, especially in this business on what you've said, 
it's always easier to say your co-host did it. Yeah. I, I would really expect for you to do the same as well. But, okay, here's the thing. When uh, we were getting fired from the last station, I refused to sell you out to our general manager when I knew I was going to get fired. It would have been easy to just pass the buck there. Well, hold on a second. Now that we're going to get back, let's tell the story real quick. All right. Dubs and I got fired from our last radio station, 92 on the Edge in Michigan, because we happened to prank call a crisis line. And enough about it. We don't want to get too far into the details, but we, we prank called a high, uh, crisis line, and so it wasn't cool. Apparently, the FCC isn't down with that. So Dubs got in a lot of trouble, and I felt really bad because I had come up with half of the bit in saying that we should call the crisis line because we were trying to call... He came up with the half the guys in trouble. <laughs> I said we should call the crisis line because they're not supposed to hang up on you. And then they hung up after 30 seconds, and we thought that was even funnier. Because they weren't supposed to hang up on exactly. you. Exactly. So Dubs gets in a ton of trouble. It looks like Dubs is going to get fired. You know what I did? I walked into the manager's office and said, I don't, I don't want Dubs going down for this because I was there as well. Two days later. The first day, before I even found out the ass was going down, that uh, you were on the air, the general manager comes in, red-faced. Who was on the air last night? Who? That's right. I was and going to... you knew what was going on. You knew why he was pissed. I said, uh, J-Dubs was. J That's right. I forgot about that. How do you know about that? I remember stuff like that. Yeah, it does turn out. He came in there yelling in the studio, and I was like, dude, I don't know, man. I... I was doing uh, afternoons yesterday. I think J-Dubs was on last night. All right, but here's the thing, though, man. Eventually, I stepped up and took half the blame, which got us fired. Now, for that, do I get a little bit of credit? You get a little leadway. All right. A little bit. Up top, bro. So much to do on the hideout this afternoon. Uh, 800-636-1067. 202-432-1067. Um, turns out, the place where we spent three years where you grew up in Michigan... One of the cities is now the fattest city in the United States of America. And so when we come back, we're going to talk to somebody from Detroit, Michigan, an up-and-coming rapper who happens to be a buddy of ours, who is going to uh, key us in on why it is Detroit is a very fat place. Uh, it's according to Men Fitness, and we'll, uh, we'll see where everything broke down in uh, various situations like that. It's a special edition of the Hideout, early edition, because the Pats and uh, the Titans are on tonight at 8.15. Take it a quick break. Coming back, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout, featuring LFA and J-Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to fork the a-hole right out of you. The Hideout, okay. number one. one, one. What? In gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbangs. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. FA's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Alright, now I feel better. Yeah, I, I feel a lot more relaxed now. It's just that that first segment I felt very, very tense. It just rushed. Just because, I don't know, the show on before us and getting everything set up. We, we've never had to deal with that. Like a live show on before us where we have to come in, they have to go out with all their stuff, and we have to kind of rush our stuff in here. And then never had to deal with that. And them saying in the background, what is this show? Who is this? What? Are they? What's going on? Are they actually getting paid? <laughs> uh, all right, welcome back into the hideout. 800 And the answer to that is no. No, no, we're not. Uh, Getting uh, cornholed by the company. Um, 202-432-1067. Which isn't all bad. Ah, sometimes it can be nice. Now, Dubs, look what you've gone and done. 
Doug hey. has gone off in that last segment because it was tense around here and decides he's going to mouth off a little bit. And what do you know? He's hurt the feelings of what I consider one of, to be one of my dear friends at the radio station, <laughs> Sharon Lewis from The Wedding Show. Sharon, welcome into the hideout. You guys are cracking me up. Uh, how are you? I, I want to say it was a great show today. I listened on the way in, and Rob Spiewak is an outstanding addition. Thank you very much. I learned a lot about couples, couples uh -huh. showers today. Couple showers, I heard that. I heard all about uh -huh. that. And you got a great show, Sharon. Thank, and you have a great show, too. Thank you. You don't hear me bad-mouthing you guys. I wish you would, because at least people would know we're on. Okay. Cameron refuses <laughs> to run a promo. No, you guys, you know, I, seriously, you know I wasn't upset with you guys, right? Yeah, we know that. I wasn't no, too no, sure. No, seriously, don't, don't, don't play. You know I wasn't, I was I, serious. I do very little playing, and I thought, I thought you were very hurt by it. Now, what? How, how does it make you feel to know that a co-worker of yours and J-Dubs will badmouth you every time you hang up from the show? You know, and I, you know, hey, and I'm going to expect this time, time too. too, you know what I mean? But listen, I, um, <laughs> I had to call. I mean, I, I turned on the radio, and my oh, God, oh, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, Here's this oh, conversation. Oh, oh, I cannot believe you turned in your boy. I know. What is that? That you, that you, you know, didn't fess up. I'm sorry. You know what? Seriously, I mean, that is not cool. I'm sorry for his behavior. I'm, I, <laughs> I, I really do. I apologize for that. Wedding show three to four here on JFK every uh, Saturday afternoon. Thank you. You've got enough talking today. All right. We'll Bye. <laughs> See you later. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Should we dump that? So she can't hear it. <laughs> Don't dump it. We love you. Um, you know it's a lot different when. Like you're listening to the show and the girl's talking because she's supposed to be talking. That's that's when <laughs> that's when she's supposed to be talking. But when she calls in here and starts talking, kind of moving across the line, you know. There's a line that's called four o'clock. All right, and stop those. <laughs> Again, she crossed the line. No, we're just we're just playing with you. Um, all right. So one thing that I will say about Sharon is that she's a cutie. She is a very nice, cute, classy kind of lady. And the thing I really like about her is that we can talk all this. We can say all this stuff. And all she's going to do is call up, have fun with it. And get a couple plugs for her show. Exactly. In it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Speaking of plugging shows, uh, this man, he's on his way to a show right now. If you could get there, I'd say get on a plane uh, to get to Grand Rapids, Michigan, to see the All-World Wrestling League, complete with... Complete with Sabu and uh, Shafee, an up-and-coming wrestler from Detroit, also a rapper, a, a uh, oh, and a rapper too, an all-star media personality on Detroit's home of rock and roll, WRIF, and he runs an outstanding website that hasn't been updated since August in Skankshift.com. Shafee, welcome back into the hideout, brother. Hey, what's happening, guys? Where's your sh actually your show tonight's in Jackson, isn't it? Jackson is the place tonight. The Roberts Arena, big time wrestling, the All World Wrestling League. Check that out, awwl.net. All right, there you go, awwl.net. Now, uh, Shafee is one of our good buds. Hopefully, <clears throat> Cameron, he'll uh, be here a lot more in the future. But in the meantime, since we have you on the phone, and you are on in Detroit, uh, Detroit's home of rock and roll, WRAF, in the Motor City, um, how are you uh, to find out that Detroit is now the fattest city in the United States of America? 
Well, are you talking about the uh, rap with my album coming out, P-H? Or? No, 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 F, F, F-A-T. Oh. Well, I guess it's an honor, you know. you got to be proud of the town you live in. That's a damn rare thing these days, to be proud of your hometown. Minsk. And uh, so we're the fattest city. Minsk. I'm 150 pounds, so I'm not contributing to that. You know that. Minsk. But uh, does that mean... <laughs> Every time. Does that mean... He's worse than Sharon. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing, bro. Go ahead. Does that mean in the city limits or the whole metro surrounding area? I believe it's actually in the surrounding area, so that includes places like Livonia and Ar Auburn Hills and things like that. Let me what, tell you where all this came from. Fowlerville. No, Fowlerville is not, J-Dubs. Would you consider it a suburb of Detroit? Yeah, I'd actually consider it more of a... Uh, I'd actually consider it part of the city. I think, I think is in and of itself. Men's Fitness Magazine publishes the list of the top 25 fattest cities. It's been doing it for six years, and uh, they determine it by 14 categories. Things like air quality, which I don't know what that has to do with, but also total number of fast food and pizza restaurants, number of health clubs, sporting goods stores. Oh, and so they don't, they don't actually do it by weight. They do it by how much fat is pumped into the city. I don't believe you can ground up every single person in the city well, and put them on a scale. But you can do like a, um, you know, just just a wide uh, survey. To me, and this is more of like the fat lifestyle, I suppose. Okay, does, okay. So. Does, does this city tend to breed the fat lifestyle? And Detroit... Yeah, Detroit does. To be perfectly honest, really does, uh, in my opinion, more than any other city in the nation. And you, I, I think climate has a hell of a lot to do with that. Exactly. We're hibernating right now. It's four degrees. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, you know, when it gets so cold out for such a long period of time, a lot of people just don't work out during that time either. So LFA would be warm. <laughs> but by that rationale, you, back. you look at the rest of this, the rest of the list, Houston was number one for the last two years. And then Houston number two now. Houston yep, is Houston, now number yep. two. And check this: Dallas number three, San Antonio number four. All right, so it blows that theory out of the water. And Fort Worth is sixth. So the whole hibernation thing, which when I was there, you're right, man. The cold, you're driving around the cold now. This is what an average November day. You know, think about what you know. Shafee's driving through in Michigan and in Detroit. That's terrible. You don't want to go outside. right now. Wind chill well below zero. And, and when I moved to Detroit, I noticed this, too. And maybe it was something that maybe when I was there uh, stuck out to me because I felt like I was up north. But having grown up in Texas and been in Texas, I was used to a hotter kind of chick. One time, my very first time up in Michigan, I went shopping at the mall with my wife at the time. And we're sitting at, like, the Express or something. And, uh, you know, most guys, whenever their chicks are shopping, are sitting on those little white couches, just sitting there staring at other chicks' asses. Because, you know, your chick's in the dressing room, so you get an opportunity to kind of look around a little bit. I'm sitting there looking around, and I notice that every single ass is bigger than the next. Michigan booty, baby. Big, fat the uh, turdy Michigan booty. And the the funny thing is that they squeeze those into those tight pants too. So in those with those fat asses, you can also see the fat ripples in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and you notice there's a trend now because I even saw it up here at the Fair Oaks Mall we're walking around. And the mannequins are no longer like the the small, skinny, white girl kind of uh build. They now got these big voluptuous asses because everybody now has a big fat ass. 
As and as you can see here in Detroit, now, I didn't see D.C. anywhere on the list. And my theory, boys, better than your cold hibernation climate theory, would have to be the fact that the majority of these cities are cities where you drive. There's no good public transportation in Dallas or in Houston or in Detroit. So you're able to drive right up and park at um, Don Pablo's or Outback. You're able to drive through. There aren't a whole hell of a lot of drive throughs especially the closer you get to D.C. with the Metro. So you're able to drive through, pick up your 3,000 calories with your supersized uh, meal, and head on home and sit on your big fat couch. Damn it, I'm roaming. <laughs> so does that mean we have to let you go because you don't want to pay for the call? I got to cut this short, though. This is seriously like nine bucks a minute when I'm roaming. That's the problem with Jackson. Oh, Cameron will pay for it. Don't worry about it. I hope so. It's well, expensive. Expect, Cameron. Um, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You should pay someone for the show. I'm putting my car well, in reverse well drive for... back because I wasn't roaming about a mile back. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what about you, man? What's your take on this, uh, shaving? My take on it is that, uh, well, I don't know what my take I, I was going to suggest possibly that, uh, you know, if I was to make a real educated guess at why scientifically this could be true, I was going to think that, um, well, if it only covered the city limits, uh, it's well known that Detroit is predominantly, and I mean like 98% black, and studies have shown that. What? Uh, Studies have shown that blacks have a higher percentage of obesity than any other uh, race. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't be serious. Cause, all right, so are you no, saying I'm then... i about that. Uh, so are you saying then in, 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 in Houston and in Dallas and in San Antonio it's because they got Mexicans and Mexicans are also known no, for being I'm overweight? Mexicans are in second place. As far as obesity goes, and this is your grand reasoning as to why these cities are fatter. Mexicans are in second place, followed by white, and I think Asians are uh, the most skinny, you could say, the thinnest of the of the groups of wonderful people we have on this planet. I thank you for saying something. But what about places like D.C. or Atlanta? That blows your whole theory, then. D.C. or Atlanta, well, is D.C. and Atlanta, are they as uh, uh, heavily... <laughs> You're digging yourself a hole! Why don't you say, are they colored? No, exactly. <laughs> Jesus, man, I can't believe what I'm hearing out of you. No, this is by no means anything to do with uh, racism. It's scientific stuff. No! The magazine, Maxim Magazine, has blacks that like 21 or 22 percent of blacks are overweight and obese. About 18, 19 percent of uh, Hispanics and like 17.8 percent of whites. It's all very close, but the numbers don't lie. I, I will say that in our cultures, the minority cultures, the food does tend to be a little fattier, and that may t lend itself. Because you look, you see, you know, you look at the various uh, cuisines within each race, maybe. But I don't think that's what Men's Fitness was looking at, the, well, uh, the color I, of their skin. it had a lot to do with your lifestyle. And in years past, what? people had to work hard physically uh, just to survive. And now we live in a day and age where you don't have to, so you can sit around and get fat. And it's just another sign of the world coming to an end, <laughs> Frank. Is this, Daniel, is this Daniel Carver or Shafee? Detroit will be the first city to go, man. What? All right. Well, I don't want to keep you and your roaming charges up. I'm roaming. All right. <laughs> You're not mad at me, are you? Uh, no, uh -oh. I'm a little disappointed, though. I can't believe Why? that you would... Don't try to 
Turn me into a racist on the Mas Mason's Capital Premier Radio Station. You know that's not true. Well, but I'm just saying it's a little odd. I mean, we're talking about fat people, and you pull the race card. Why would you pull the race card? Because it's proven that the no. of obese people are black. Jesus Christ. So much for the second segment going now. I'm looking at a bunch of them waiting in line to get in at a wrestling show. All right. Well, go have fun at your wrestling show in Jackson. I'm hurt. Uh, I am hurt, too. Who's Sabu taking on tonight? Uh, the Milwaukee Crusher. <laughs> Who? A wrestler by the name of the Milwaukee Crusher. He hasn't hit the big time yet. He's trying to tonight. If he gets a victory, then maybe people will know about is, him. Uh, is there any other, is there any other uh, national acts on this one tonight? Balls Mahoney. Balls Mahoney. Yeah, and uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, right on. All right, the A-W-W-A-L-A-W-W-L.net. Shafee, manager yeah, I'm sorry, of Sorry, man. I mean, I try to help and contribute, but uh, <laughs> I'm just going to you. You're great. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I'll be honest. That's why I like having you on the show, because you think of angles that, you know, most non racist people uh, <laughs> wouldn't oh, think come of. Come on. See, <laughs> look at Michael Jackson. Why? He's skinny. That is White guy, skinny. White guy, all right. I'm just kidding. All right, bro. We'll talk. I'm Lebanese and proud of it. I don't think I'm white or black. I'm somewhere in the middle. Now, now he's trying to say, well, I'm not a white dude. Yeah, I'm not a white guy, racist. All right, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Later. Oh, my God. All right, well, that's a whole 45 minutes wasted. <laughs> seriously. Could you believe that? I, don't, I, I would seriously doubt that that's the reason. I doubt that's the reason. I know I've heard that study before, mm -hmm. but I doubt that's what men's health was uh, yeah, I mean, angled at. I seriously doubt men's fitness is going through there and uh, trying to check out things like okay, that. Okay, uh, let's find the blackest city in the world, and that will be the fattest city in the world. I don't know if that's how it works, but actually there was something else out of Detroit as far as fat people was concerned on their domes yeah there was a story about uh in burger king uh, people were going through the drive-thru these kids were uh radioing in on the drive-thru uh speaker frequency and saying i'm sorry you're too fat for a whopper please pull through yeah. <laughs> people are ordering yeah can i get a whopper double cheese make it my way with uh extra pickles and onions <clears throat> i'm sorry you're too fat for that so well, how do they get this device or what's this all about well i know this is what we used to do when we were growing up. We uh, used to, uh, ha when I worked at the lumber yard, we had uh, radios to talk to each other with, and it was on the same frequency as the uh, radios for the managers over at the Nike outlet store. Okay. So we'd, we'd uh, like, radio people, like, saying people were stealing stuff. You know, we'd see someone going in there, hey, keep an eye on the uh, the uh, tall, uh, blah, 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 wearing, you know, whatever. I think he's uh, he put some down shorts. And then, they, so they would be like, you'd see a bunch of the associates following this guy around while he's going in there, and sometimes they would even hassle him on the way out. So I think it was something like that where they they got a radio, they figured so, out somehow that... somehow they figured out that it was the same wavelength as the speaker that goes out in the drive-through window. Now, do you think this would actually work? I mean, Bateman, I know you hate fat people. Um, do you think something like this is going to work as far as telling people you're too fat, you don't need this? I, 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 I think it goes further than them just trying to be funny. I think it's something that actually should be 
almost installed in some points, you know? Because I used to work at a, uh, also uh, Dunkin' Donuts, mm. and I wanted to deny a lot of people off of uh, off uh, Baker's <laughs> Dozen. You know, they'd want, they'd want the extra custard big ones and the Long Johns and the uh, Bavarian creams, all those you're just like no. So were you, you ever were at to the point where you're going to say, hey, seriously, seriously, you're take going. a step back, look what you're ordering, look at yourself in the mirror. It's not worth it. Especially when sometimes when I was working nights there, and people would stop by at midnight and get a dozen donuts. You know they're going home, eating a half dozen, sleeping, and eating the other half for breakfast. How do you know that? Maybe they're headed to work and they're buying coworkers uh, a meal or something. Because you start talking to these people, and you figure you figure out that they're just getting off work, stopping and buying a dozen donuts. Speaking of donuts, dude, did you hear about this dude that went to jail for the do- for the diet donut? Uh, no. This guy in Illinois, he's getting 15 months. This this grand uh, marketing plan, and it's so funny because people want things instantly. Mm-hmm. They want it not only instant, but they also want it to be good. Nobody wants to work out anymore. And so this dude came up with the great idea of marketing, marketing a donut that was only uh, 3 grams of fat, 135 calories, and was carbo-coated. So it uh, actually had some sort of um, like glazing that was like that carb buster or whatever, yeah. so the carbs wouldn't stick on you. These things sold like hotcakes, and what ended up happening is somebody turned the dude in because the donuts tasted too good to him. And he was like, I really got a feeling this ain't working because I'm not losing any weight, and these things taste really, really good. That's just like that Seinfeld episode. Do you remember the Seinfeld episode where they uh, w- would all go to the yogurt shop, and the yogurt was supposed to be uh, very low in uh, calories? And uh, Kramer bought stock in it, and then uh, what? What was the chick's name on it? Elaine. Elaine uh, was like, "I haven't lost any weight yet." So she goes to take it to uh, this lab to see how many calories are actually in it, and uh, Kramer ends up banging the uh, <laughs> the uh, doc- seen this episode. The the uh, scientist at the lab, and she, you know, doctors it up to say, you know. There's no calories in it. In fact, the the donuts had 18 grams of fat, as opposed to the three advertised, 530 calories, and they were uh, chocolate coated. <laughs> it was it was a carbo coating. And even even more amazing than that was the fact that the dude was buying these donuts from some place for 25 cents and selling them each for a dollar. And usually when people think it's healthier for you, they're willing to spend the extra little money. And so they're buying donuts for a dollar that normally cost 25 cents, thinking that they uh, have fewer calories, and the dude ends up getting 15 months in Illinois. I think he's brilliant. Do you think he made enough money to, you know, just, all right, 15 months, no big deal. I just made, you know. Cool. I don't think you can keep the money, though, if you get it through illegal activities. But there, uh, if there's a, I don't know. Can you believe that a donut, too, is 530 calories? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely believe that. God damn, man, they got donuts around here all the time. I used to snack down on two or three of them. I don't even touch them anymore now. And then this ban on ephedrine, too. I just wanted to cover this real quick. That's a joke. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the administration trying to do something really, really cool and trying to act like they care about the people. But I'm telling you, I've talked to personal trainers. Ephedra isn't bad for you as long as you take it properly. you got to drink a lot of water. you got to do some exercise. But you can't smoke, and you can't have a lot of caffeine. Like Dubs, Dubs was on a diet where he wouldn't eat all day. He'd pop three or four, what, mini thins or no, something like they, that? No, they were... Uh... <laughs> 
They were the uh, stackers with uh, with ephedra in them. Stackers. And then he'd have, he literally, in the studio, has a liter of Pepsi. Two liter. Two liter of Pepsi that he drinks out of. And he smokes. Why are you shaking it up, man? <laughs> and he smokes like two packs a day. That's how people die. No, no. How people die. Ephedra. How people die is when they take ephedra and they uh, actually work out while they're doing it. They get their heart pumping so much with the ephedra, and then they start working out, too, and that, that's just hell. No, you're supposed you can, to do that. No, if you take ephedra, you can't work out. I just think all fat people should stay inside. And that's part of the thing. And Would that work, though, seriously? If you were going up and, let's say they had a mirror at the Burger King, <laughs> and you had to look at yourself in the mirror before you said, all right, king size it, do you think that would help? I think that would be something, or you have to have someone. I think everywhere should have a bouncer almost, you know? Everywhere you go into should have some kind of bouncer. Like if you're go, like if you're going to the Express and buy, buying some of those like black party pants, you throw them on. If you have a camel toe, you aren't buying them. You aren't allowed. <laughs> or if you got a little belly hanging over, you shouldn't be allowed. Same thing. Like if you go to the tanning booth. I mean, if you're 50 years old and you're all wrinkly and you look like the lady from There's Something About Mary. I think I almost think that it's it's horrible for these places to be taking your money. I almost think that should be some sort of a federal offense if somebody's at a McDonald's, supersizing it, and they you know they're 345 pounds or 475 pounds like Matt Albert. You know another thing that they that they should just totally have a bouncer for public pools. If you if you go in there, they should say, all right, you are allowed to swim here, or you're not allowed to swim here, or okay, you can swim in here. But you got to keep that shirt on. <laughs> I, I'd be the kind of person that'd keep the shirt on, probably. Bateman, you had an idea too about strip clubs or uh, just clubs, period, where you wanted a weight limit so people could go into the club. That or like have somebody outside like rating you, like, nah, sorry, you're a six, you can't come into this club. Well, that's what the bouncers usually do, though. But I'm, my whole thought is, would it be illegal to have a scale outside? Sure. And and if you went and you stood on the scale and you were, let's say, you were a woman and you were five foot six. You had to weigh less than 115 pounds. You 115? Oh. Hey, 105. <laughs> Sorry. Ops. I thought I was uh, lowballing it. Doug, no. did you get another? I'm, I'm yeah. just wondering. 800-636-1067-2024-321067. Speaking of clubs, I think if you are a person who goes to clubs, you don't have to get this if you don't go to clubs, but if you do, you have to go to the doctor, get a bracelet that says if you, that you do or don't have an STD. If you do have an STD, <laughs> you aren't allowed in. Seriously, because that, that's taking it too far. Seriously, I, I mean, you can't you can't peep, keep people with sexually transmitted diseases out of a place like okay. a club where they. Okay. There's a gonorrhea room. Okay, you can go in there and dance with all the other gonorrhea people. There's a uh, there's a a room for the clap. You know, there's the all herpes room. Yeah, there's there's the herpes. You think room. anybody would have the balls to create a, a nightclub? Even like, and there is the HIV room, of course. No, stop that. I'm just saying. Do you think anybody would have like, because you know, the the big hot thing, and not so much in this city, but is themed nightclubs, and so different floors, different levels have different kinds of music. Do you think someone would seriously, maybe even as a joke, would create the herpes room, the uh, the clap, the drip room? <laughs> Or if you got the drips, uh, you come in here. But not people wouldn't just go in there. I mean, but I'm talking seriously as a joke, where you yeah. know that's the way it was all set up. And like every room has a different STD. There's not even a regular room. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Sue, welcome into the hideout. Hey, thanks. What's up? 
Nothing, man. I was going to say, well, I think people are fat. Okay. That's it? <laughs> no. The reason I think people are fat is because of the portions of food, like the Cheesecake Factory and these places. No one person can eat what they serve. Yeah, have you noticed, too, man? It's like nowadays, portions are always bare. It's crazy. Everybody's surprised when I go into restaurants, and uh, they bring me... I went to this restaurant before. They brought me out, like, seriously, like a whole pan of lasagna. Yeah, no one can I, eat like that. I polished it off. <laughs> and he's, and the guy came back, literally, seven minutes later. He's like, Jesus Christ, what the... And I've it, never seen anybody polish off lasagna that quick. And they got this place in Texas where if you go and you eat, I don't know, like a pound of steak or two pounds of steak or whatever it is, you get it free. Yeah, they reward you. Yeah, there's clearly something going on in Texas. Because remember the Anna Nicole show where she would have eating contests with her manager? Oh, yeah. Hey, have you seen Anna Nicole, too, in the whole trim spa thing and her losing weight? Yeah, she lost a little bit, but she needs yeah, she's a whole fat. lot more. I think it's killed her career. The whole fun of that was watching a fat girl run around. Yeah, watching the little piggy run around. <laughs> the little piglet walking, walking around like, uh, what about you, Sue? Are you a big fatty? No, man, no. What do you do? How do you stay in shape? I Smoke menthols? I walk a lot, and I don't, I don't let my car pull over to fast food restaurants. Yeah, man, that's a, I hate to say because a lot of them, I guess, advertise here, I suppose, but, you know, what are you supposed to do? See, that might be the other thing about Texas and Michigan. Maybe, we, I don't know, but maybe per capita they got more fast food restaurants than someplace else. I think that is part of it. I think that's part of what they looked at in this Men's Fitness magazine. All right, thanks, Sue. Thanks All for right. hopping in. Later. 800-636-1067-2024321067. Uh, Aaron, welcome into the hideout. Hey. What up? Um, I I think that the uh, the factor of camaraderie really plays in when you have a, a herpes or a gonorrhea club because, you know, then you really know the people there are, are there and, and you know who has what. And, you know, let's say you have gonorrhea, you don't want to get herpes, so you yeah, stick you, with the gonorrhea crap. Yeah, you just stick oh. with the guy. That's what I'm saying. I think I think actually it would help people out. I think it would help, yeah, it would, help the clubs out. Good. Yeah, it would be good to get more business. Uh, all the people that are worried about their STDs. Like, like there'd be a buzz on the street. Hey, there's this place, great gonorrhea room. We gotta go sometime. <laughs> Wait, but who's gonna want to walk into the club though? That's part of my point. Are if you gonna want to? If everybody has the wristband, they won't care anymore. No, but you I mean, wear it on your sleeve. But imagine, like, what we would do is we would go get drunk and sit in our car across the street from that place and try to guess who has what, who's going into what room, making fun of them all. I don't know if yeah, that works. I think people would be too scared. And no, then I, the key is that, the key is that you know that you have one. You don't want to get another, so you can stick with your own crowd. How know? about this? You see a chick rock, walk into the gyneria room. If she was hot enough, would you follow her in there? Uh, probably, me, probably. I would go because it's a quick shot. You know, <laughs> maybe I'd be a little, you know, a little wary of. But anything else, I mean, you can. That's a quick fix. You know. All right, thank you, Aaron. I'm gonna. I mean, it's, it's suppressed most of the time, so you know. You can't get gyneria through oral, can you? I wouldn't want to risk it. <laughs> Would you? I know I'm not following anybody in. No, I'm not following anybody in. Now, you got condoms, though. Maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe they do. They team up with, like, a Planned Parenthood or something, and everybody's got condoms. Because even people with STDs need to have sex, right? I don't know, Dubs. You're brilliant. I mean, I think something like that could work, but it wouldn't work. I don't think it'd work in D.C. I think something like that could only work in, like, a New York City. Or maybe Vegas. Oh, yeah. Have you ever had an STD? Be, no. Be serious. No, I... I've been tested. I haven't been tested in a couple of years, but no. Well, you've been with the same chick though, yeah. the whole time, so. Yeah. So. yeah. You ever have one, Bateman? You ever had the drips? No. I'm, I'm even shocked that Dubs had to be tested. No, I, I, 
I'm have you very, been tested? No. When I was younger, I was always very, very nervous. So I would get tested every six months. Wow, man. I'll be honest, man. That's why I got married early. I didn't want to test. That scares me, man. I can't imagine. I mean, obviously you should be tested. We need to get BJ on the line here. Vicarious <laughs> BJ, our sports he, analyst. He used to get tested for AIDS all the time and everything, <laughs> just because he would like he would read something like about it in the book. He was a big hypochondriac, and like he would think, "Oh God, I'm feeling a little weak right now." <laughs> <laughs> so he'd have to go get tested for AIDS. Uh, all right, well, there it is. Um, somehow we started the uh, segment talking about fat people, and we've ended up on STD rooms. Um, maybe, man, you never know. Maybe we can make enough money off of this show that at some point we can uh, become entrepreneurs and open up our own place. Hey, see if there's, like, an STD chat room. You know, that's the other I was just about to ask that. In fact, it, thank you for uh, bringing that up. When we were talking to Aaron, I do wonder if there are places online where you can go and like, meet other people it's with part support group and it's part hookup joint. Because yeah. you're right, everybody already knows what each other has, so it's not that big a deal. Oh, somewhere in your demented little brain and your idea, Dubs, you may be on to something. Hey, I've been told I'm a genius. All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back. Uh, speaking of getting laid, oddly enough, we found an outstanding website. Uh, it's called howwasshe.com and it's exactly what you think it is it's spelled exactly how you think it is so if you're driving on the beltway and you're going to want to go visit this site it's one of the funniest things you've ever seen and i don't even know how legit it is in fact speaking of stds on howwasshe.com it even has a place uh, marking whether or not she has an std or if she's had one before very good so we're going to do the old school jam of the week we're going to come back. Um, it is uh, Half Ace Hideout on 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Now, Outcast has been a hit for a very, very uh, long time, more than the Hey Ya and the, uh, the song that Big Boy has out right now, The Way You Move. Uh, I was a fan from the, from the very early, early times. Uh, here is Outcast with Southern Playalistic Cadillac Funky Music. El Jefe's Old School Jam of the Week, 106.7 WJFK.
broadcaster ever. Got a big dude. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. No, the, the bank account, one of the above. Oh, big <laughs> I think it's a big that gets the most. J-Dubs. Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off the internet porn tonight, then the terrorists have truly won. Ow. And welcome back into the hideout. 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The, uh, I guess the first official hideout of the new year. As, uh, we're all back here together. We did the New Year's Eve show. But that's yeah. kind of a special. And, um, kind of getting back into the flow of things. Reminding you 
that the Patriots and the Titans will be coming up live on WJFK at 815 uh, immediately following the hideout, we are usually heard from 8 to 11. Stacy's show will follow um, the uh, the football game of the night. My name is El Jefe. Uh, you can reach us via the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. That is JFK El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E. Uh, J-Dubs, uh, also sitting by my side along with Tommy Bateman, who is taking your phone calls. And good for Stacy getting a little bump up there. Yeah, what happened to the phenoms? Well, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we can talk about it. I mean, they didn't, they, they didn't get in trouble. No. But one of the phenoms left for another state. Yeah, so. So, uh, unfortunately, we have lost the phenoms but here at JFK. Stacy show, good for them. Yeah, they get the bump up. And, uh, seriously. And big ups to uh, Cam for developing all this talent and moving along. And I'd have to say, Cameron probably had a pretty good 03. What about you, Dubs? What do you mean, for uh, Cameron or myself? Not for yourself. How do, how do you think 03 went for you? I think it went well. I mean, it's hectic. Very hectic. You've gotten off to a great start in 04. Yeah. I'll tell you that, especially radio-wise, uh, with what you did on the Ron and Fez show earlier this week and your little practical joke. Um, in addition to that, uh, we will have the people, Matt, from HowWasShe.com on in the next segment. So hang tight. as uh, But they can go check it out right now, HowWasShe.com. In fact, that will even give you the opportunity to look a little bit, maybe even develop your own questions and call in at 800-636-1067 and 202 Four three two one zero six seven. Now, Dubs, you're not a resolution guy, right? No, I've never made a resolution for myself. Bateman, are you? I know you're not real big on letdowns, so you seem like the kind of person who doesn't want to set yourself up for failure. No, I don't. I don't make any because, like in third grade, I realized this is stupid, and after about a day, you get sick of it and you don't do it, and it's just pointless. Do you guys uh, set goals though? I mean, are you goal setting kind of guys where you say, hey, by the age of 27 or 29, I want to be so and so in life? Or are you going to continue to wander aimlessly through your existence? I would say I set goals for myself. Uh, you know, I I guess uh, more in my professional life than my personal life, though. You know, I've never set. I don't, I don't like to set goals in my personal life, like you know, like losing weight or anything like that. But I like to set goals in my professional life. All right, by this by this age, I want to be this far. You know. So you you have. And right now, I'm uh, at where I wanted to be when I'm 30. So I'm I'm good. Nice, bro. Up top. You know, I am too. I'm actually way ahead of schedule than what I thought I would be. Um, I do. I am a very goal-setting person, though, because I think you need to do that if you want to better yourself at all. I do it in uh, the professional life as well as the private life, and I think that's part of what resolutions are. I have resolved this year to, at, by the end of '04. Be a certified personal trainer uh, with a one paying client at least, and that throws in my whole losing weight thing because I don't want to be a personal, the fat personal trainer. I don't think anybody wants that. I've seen those; those are sad. Yeah, and I don't want to be that dude. Um, and the other one that I have is to branch out in some other form of media. Probably, I, I would group internet in the media. So all we have to do is develop a show website, and bam, I have uh, completed my resolutions for 2004. Now Cameron, our operations manager, uh, has IM'd me at JFKL Hafe and says, "I resolve not to hire Bateman, <laughs> and I reserve not to find out where he lives." All right, stop that, because I'll tell you this. You and Cameron, um, y'all had a run-in this week. Something like that. And Cameron seriously asked me afterwards. He's like, is Bateman crazy? Our Bateman, our producer, the other voice that you hear besides me and J-Dubs, he's good. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's a crazy dude. He has crazy ideas. He goes, no, 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 no. Is he crazy? And I said, I'll be honest, man, I don't know. Uh, he's never let me down, but... Can I can I attest to the fact that he's not crazy? 
No, I can't do that. Because I even said, I even said to Cam, some may write about him. You look at the kid, you talk to him on air, off air, something's not right with this kid. Now, I'm not going to be the person to ever push the button. In fact, hey, I like you, bro. <laughs> you're one good. Of, you're one of my best buds. You are good. And I just know that I'll never do anything to double-cross you or go behind your back. And, um, you know, there it is. And remember, you're my boy. All and right. it's like that. Now, we, I came across this article as I was uh, writing the Metro out and about. I've really begun to utilize the Metro a little bit more. And it was in the Washington Express, and they had this whole thing. You know, everybody talks about New Year's resolutions, and mm -hmm. we just talked about them for ourselves. But it had this whole article about creating resolutions for your coworkers. Because you can set your own resolutions, but sometimes others need to be told what they should work on. Yeah. Now, I don't want to be mean, but... I think that it would be good for us here to maybe say a little bit what each of us should work on. So you want these serious resolutions? I, yeah, serious okay. resolutions as right. to what we could do. I can do that. So, I, you know what? If you're so confident, you know, Dubs, why don't you start at least what is your resolution for me? What do you think that I as El Jefe should work on either professionally or off the air? I think you know this about yourself already, but I definitely think it's something you need to work on. You're a drama queen. You need to even yourself out a little bit because either everything's on top of the world for you. You've got you've got you know the world by your by your uh, you know in your grasp, or you are just down in the dumps. Now some and, people say that would resemble some sort of a depression problem. I don't believe so. I just like to believe. I like no, the way I, you phrase it. A drama queen. Yeah, you are definitely a drama queen, and you you have up and down emotions all the time. I want you to even it out a little bit. Now, I, and I'm going to help you. All right, when are you going to I'm just going to I'm I'm going to let you know when you're being a drama queen. Anytime that you are too high or too low, I'm going to tell you. And what is that supposed to do? It's going to just make you more aware of it because I don't think you're really aware of it right now. At all? Not as aware as you should be. All right, Bateman, what do you resolve that I do? Um in this new year, I'd like Hefe to stop sounding like such a sad sack loser when answering his phone. I'd also like him to stop whining about getting fired or quitting radio or how the show is going nowhere. In addition, I'd like him to answer my instant messages in a more timely fashion. Hmm. And the phone. Okay, I don't know if I can do any of those. And I think, sorry, thank you guys, because now it appears as I look at myself that I do have some sort of serious issue then with uh, depression. And I like how both of you treat it, where it's something that we can laugh at and we can point at and we can say, ha, 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 look at you, you're a drama queen sad sack, instead of the fact that I may have real serious issues. No, no, no. I'm. Did I ever say I'm going to point you and laugh at you? I'm just going to let you be aware. But I know how you treat things. When I'm feeling down in the dumps, you're going to go, ha, 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 what's wrong with you? You depressed? You puss? You big pussy? So, hey, you know, whatever. Try that. We'll see if it works. I'm not going to be offended by that. Here, I thought this segment was going to be a nice, uh, jolly segment. We were going to make a little jokes about each other. What show do you listen to? But I didn't know you guys were going to come at, with me, come at me with my serious issues and the real problem that I have and maybe having some sort of a depression. Do we forget the fact that I'm going through a separation? Anybody take that into account? Eight that months I'm, ago. That eight I'm, months ago. That I'm fighting for a full-time position here at WJFK and that you, I have ups and downs you every You could have week. had that five months ago. Depending on Cameron and Alan's mood. All right, now you're being a dick. All right, that's fine. i got to rewrite mine. You're being a drama queen. Calm down. <laughs> Look how uncomfortable he is. He's all like... 
Take fidgeting and like in the corner hiding and everything. Well, you two are supposed to be my two best buds, and, and you I, I thought I was. Issues. I thought I was being a best bud by telling you I'm gonna help you out now, because that's the only beef anybody's ever had with you. What do you have for Bateman? What, what's your What's your issue for Bateman, dog? And now this isn't. I know it's gonna sound funny, but it isn't. Ballroom dancing. I think if he got did something a little more feminine. You know? Oh, no. No, seriously. I think he would be a more balanced guy. I think he'd be able to pick up more chicks. I think he'd be, you know, uh, just a little bit more, you know, because he, right now you are into ultimate fighting and shock jocks. Homo. <laughs> <laughs> very, very masculine things. Let's get into some dancing. Let's get you into a tuxedo. I, I actually looked for classes for um, salsa dancing. Have you? Yes, because I figured that would be a good way to meet hot, lots of uh, hot Latin chicks. Well, that is true. And they got some... Uh, but I didn't want to go by myself and be like that loser that has to be paired not up take, with someone. I'm not taking it with you. You should go by yourself. That's how you meet people. you got to start doing by yourself. In fact, that was one of my resolu resolutions for you, Bateman. Um, the hideout producer. I have one that says, stop with the hate. You were so obsessed on hating people... And this sick obsession that you have with a moral fan, one of the listeners, who is getting crazy. So stop with the hate, all right? Whatever. You, you hate to my face next. You hate him. You hate other listeners that I know of. I don't hate any other listeners. Fidel. I don't hate Fidel. I just talked to Fidel yesterday. He's now a listener, former hideout producer. You stole his job. <laughs> the other thing that I have for you is be less crazy. And I mean that. Why? Who says I'm crazy? Cameron. Cameron. What does he know? Cameron brought Talk to me one time. Cameron brought it up to me that you seem a little off balance. So in 04, as things work out for you in the hideout here at JFK, I need you to be a little bit less crazy. I'm rewriting mine for Cameron and right now. Cameron also asked me, too, if you'd stop IMing him all the time. Okay. We'll see. That's another one, too. Maybe. What did you say his address was? Uh, Cam. Yeah. Cam at, uh... No, I mean his home address. <laughs> That's mine. Those are mine for you. Now, what's yours for J-Dubs as we go around the room here? Well, I wrote mine out. Trying so. to better ourselves here on the hideout on JFK. I hope Dubs will make a better effort to use the word soda and drop his country bumpkin lingo, such as using words as pop and party store. I'd also like to see him take more smoke breaks and reply to my instant messages more quickly and chat with me more. Especially about what a sad sack cafe is. Okay, now wait a second. You have this real problem with always using the instant messenger. You should go out a little bit. Do a little bit. I had planned to go out tonight, but then you said, No, I need you to stay here and help me with some stuff. I got another thing. Why don't you take criticism a little bit better? Why don't you shut up? <laughs> Mine for dubs has to be, Dubs, I want you to be nicer to callers. Because okay. I, I, I used the AOL for broadband instant messenger during the week, and this chick named Kim from American University, I am to me, and we're chatting. Turns out she really likes the show. She listens all the time, like, hey, you should call in or something. And she said, I'm afraid to because Dubs is very, very mean. <laughs> now, here's the thing. And I, I got to say, it's a problem because we do do a radio show, and because of that, caller interaction at 800-636-1067 is important, and I don't need you running off callers. The reason I'm mean a lot of times is because you all right you saw kobe play in colorado <laughs> well <laughs> what okay i the did Col okay and people were yelling at him guilty guilty <laughs> while you know? he was while he was shooting free throws yes he couldn't he couldn't react on it. he had to stand there and take it he couldn't like flip off everybody because you know the league would get on him everybody would get on him about it 
I don't want to be, you know, persecuted like that. I want to be free to be able to tell people off when they call in and start screaming at me or saying stuff about me. I want to be able to scream back. And if you're going to try to take that away from me... Okay, two, two issues I have with this. First of all, you're not accused of rape. Uh, not yet. <laughs> secondly... Uh, I don't see. I don't. I don't see where there's any co- sort of a correlation no, between you and a professional basketball star. Because they are. They are no getting lot. paid to react. You're getting paid to have conversations with people on the radio. Exactly. So let me do that. But you can't yell. I'm just asking, bro. Just be nicer to the callers. Because I know of people that are afraid to call the show. Because what is Dubs going to say? Dubs is going to rip me a new a-hole. Dubs is going to do this. Dubs is going to do that. Well, I agree with Dubs because just like the girl in Colorado, many of the callers deserve it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that. That's not cool. What, is that too crazy? Yes, it is. And that's part of the persona. That's part of the problem with you. We don't know when you're real. We don't know when you're fake. We don't know what you're doing over there. 800-636-1067-2024321067. Do we feel like we've bettered each other a little bit? I still have a few more. All right, well, I, I tell you what, hold on to them, because we got to chat with the dude from HowWasShe.com. Do we want to do cams real quick, ours for cam real quick? Cameron is listening. Should yeah. we go ahead and do ours for Cameron? Might as well do those now. All right, I want to go first with Cameron. I have developed this relationship um, with a local media critique, DCRTV.com Dave. I think Dave and I have a good working relationship. Uh, Dave has been on the hideout two or three times, but every time he comes on the hideout, for some reason, he ends up saying something stupid on his website that, you know, I can't have him on for a little while. I honestly believe, as I go through, and I was on Dave Land at DCRTV.com, uh, you've got to check it out, trust me. <laughs> go there after, Dave Land? Dave Land, after you go to HowWasShe.com. I resolve for Cameron to take DCRTV.com Dave out to lunch and just to hang out a little bit. And I think that they're going to realize they have a lot more in common than, uh, than either one of them would have ever really uh, appreciated. Cameron, to me, is perfect already. He's done a lot of great stuff for the show. But I think that's the one area where you can work on, start forging relationships a little bit, because it's 04. The website is taking, you know, websites are taking off. The Internet is now a viable media. You look at places like amdb.com, anycoolnews.com, you got to have good relationships with these people. You wouldn't curse anybody at the post, would you? Or on allaccess.com, you got to start taking these people seriously. And Cameron, don't tell me you wouldn't enjoy that. A little lunch, you, Dave Hughes, getting together, hanging out. Listening to, with you. Listening to New World Order. <laughs> I think it would help. What do you got for Cameron? Uh, mine for Cameron is get married already. How long <laughs> has he been engaged? Like, when I first came here, hey, the, the wedding's in two months. It's been two months away for how long now? How long have you known Cameron? Uh, about a year now. Didn't it feel like his, uh, his wedding has been like two months away? And I think it is two months now. I think it's like, what, April or March or something? Not buying it. I don't even think there's a wedding. I don't think she knows about it. You got 20 books that says she's a beard? <laughs> oh. I'm just wondering. You know, first of all, she's too hot for him. You telling me that that's a real legit? <laughs> you telling me that's a real legitimate situation? Another reason I think you should go out to lunch with Dave Hughes. Again, they may have more in common than they really know. 
What do you What do you got, Bateman, for Cameron? In this new year, I'd like to see Cameron make a stronger effort to reply to my instant messages. Preferably, <laughs> he just told you not to email him. Preferably with more than one word answers I get now. In addition, I hope he puts the hideout on five days a week so we can see how re relentless I can really be. And Cameron, I don't believe the naysayers. All right, there it is. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. I honestly think that we've bettered ourselves. Now, talking about the IMs and Cameron, mm -hmm. I was in Cameron's office uh, probably about four or five days ago, and an IM came over from Tommy. Uh -huh. I don't believe it. CLM. Uh-huh. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> Told you about that. AOL for Broadband, our content partner. Use it. And Cameron was like, who is this guy? And I'm like, that's Tommy. He's, uh, he's like, he keeps on IM me. He's like, I'm not your friend. And like, he erased it. Did he really? Did he I, IM you then? No, he didn't. No, but he, he erased it. He typed it out and then he erased it. Uh, all right, well, there it is. We'll see. How was she <laughs> com? You're going to have the same situation with Cameron. You're going to make him be your friend because he's going to be scared of you like I am. Oh, wait. Uh, how, how, <laughs> I'm kidding. Look at him. Now he's not laughing, and because he's not laughing, I'm worried. Jesus Christ. Why would you be worried? I don't want to go to commercial break now. Can we just get the dude on the phone? <laughs> I don't want to go to commercial. All right, let's take a break. Hey, let's walk out to the lobby together. Let's take a commercial break. I'll run the board. Why don't you go out to the lobby? Uh, 800-636-1067. When will get up here and change the code? <laughs> change it now. Again. Uh, HowWasShe.com. We're going to have Matt on from the site. Hopefully you've had a chance to check it out. We're uh, coming back in a second. 106.7 WJFK. LFA's Hideouts. Featuring Number one with gay Britney impersonators, fat goth chicks, and radiophiles. This is DCRTV.com Dave, and you're listening to El Jefe's Hideout, the best damn show in the whole damn Washington radio spectrum. The Hideout. Tommy Bateman. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Serial killer. We don't shut your f***ing mouth. I will kill you. Woman hater. Tommy Bateman. It's an hour before the show, and he's running around the JFK compound with his goddamn Karate Kid uniform on. Tommy Bateman. Here is psychosis only on LFA's hideouts. Or in his basement. A little, uh, a little props to our producer, Bateman, in the hideout. Welcome back into it, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Good Saturday night to you, Washington, D.C. I'm El Jefe. That is J-Dubs. Um, cold as balls up here. Yeah, it is. And we were uh, doing our resolutions a second ago until Bateman had stopped being as creepy as he is. Bill wants to weigh in with the resolution. Bill, welcome into the hideout. Hey, how you guys doing? What up, brother? I, I got a question. Speaking honestly, for New Year's resolutions and self-improvement this year, mm -hmm. do any of you guys have to spank the monkey just a little bit less this year? You know, that's a very good question. I, uh, I tried that last, in fact, I think it was the resolution of 01 was to punch a like not at all to see how long I could go. I gave That's away reasonable. I gave my porn away. I gave away all porn and because it was causing a little problem in the in the the sex life with the wife at the time because it was to the point where I'd rather be with myself than with her. So I gave it all away 
and I lasted until my birthday, February 10th. So I went a good while. Uh, what about you? Are you doing anything like that, Doves? Now, I, when I, I get really busy sometimes. I'm not able to keep up with my normal uh, jack duties. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> when I did that, I, I, embarrassingly enough, still have nocturnal emissions. Do you really? Yeah, very embarrassing. And if I don't do it, like, for two weeks, say, I'll be sleeping, and the boys will run out of their own, you know? They don't need... God, God gives me a little HJ. Wow! Are you literally in pain after about a week, though? No, not really. I don't, I don't really think about it. Whoa, whoa, did you just say what I thought you said? God pain. gives God, No, God gives me an HJ. Stop! Why? Oh, why, why did you repeat it? Thank you, Bill. Uh, great question. Wow, bro. I'll be sleeping. He helps me. No, out. he doesn't. God, is, God isn't doing that for you. God doesn't care whether or not you do that, especially at night. I'm not even a religious person, but I somehow feel like we should take a break, pray, and come back to start clean again. Somehow you have ruined the sanctity of this segment. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't think it's that bad. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. Um... Not that he'd be uh, terribly impressed with what we're doing now, God, but uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're about to chat with Matt. But first, we do want to give you an update. The hideout usually on Saturday nights, uh, we're, not on, we're on earlier because of the fact that there's football on today. want to up try, uh, update you on the score. In St. Louis, Carolina up by one. Uh, midway through the third quarter, Carolina 13, St. Louis 12. Later, here on JFK, we're carrying our uh, sister station's broadcast, WBCN, of the Pats and the Titans. And I can't believe you're making me do a show today when I have a big screen TV at home where this game can be going on. You also have cable internet that I know you looked at all night long. The website is howwasshe.com, and I'll be honest with you, it's one of the greatest inventions that I've ever seen in my life. I'd like to welcome Matt. Matt, welcome into the hideout, bro. How you doing, man? Thank you, sir. I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm outstanding. A lot better since last night when my producer sent me an instant message saying, you have to check this out. This is one of the funniest, best goddamn things in the whole world. Tell me about your site, howwasshe.com. Well, the idea is that, uh, you know, I think that as a guy, I've run into situations where I've, you know, dated girls that have had, you know, flaws, like not putting out, that uh, I would like to know about before I invested, you know, a couple hundred bucks in dinner, you know, the whole dating thing. And uh, so, you know, I figured this should be publicly accessible knowledge. So I created How Was She? And uh, people can go there, and they can post pictures and information about girls that they've had sex with. Uh, they can rate them on grade the sex is, uh, et cetera. All right, yeah, you be, be very, like, I, well, I forgot our producer should have told you this. Be very, um, I don't know, talk like you're talking to a third grader. So say things like just anal, just oral, uh, things like that. You know what I uh, mean? Well, anal is actually a category on the site as well. Because that's, an, that's certainly an important thing to ask. Um, it's Matt from HowWasShe.com. And I was going to say, Dubs, that he explained it perfectly because, to me, this is the ultimate and money-saving uh, money devices. Because you're right. You, you see a chick, and you're thinking, right, she's hot. I'd like to take her out. But how long is it usually uh, until you're able to get sex? And let's say you're going out with a chick three, four times. Each date, you're spending at least 100 bucks. All right? Especially if it's a good chick, she's probably going to want you to take, take her to good places. Who knows? You've probably spent three, $400. By the time you're actually there to get laid, 
She could be a dud. She could be worth absolutely nothing, man. You could have gone yeah, over to... There are things like, you know, if she's got a crazy father or crazy parents, but she's crazy herself. That's not stuff you want to find out about after the fact. You want to know that right away. So uh, people who actually date these people put their pictures up there and their information. Yes. And then people... Do you, do you uh, categorize this by area so people can go look uh, yeah. in their own area? Uh, it's categorized by state and city. Oh, very good. But, uh, we're going international soon, so I'm going to add those functions in as well. How long have you had the site up? Uh, geez, almost two months now. Wow, that's that's growing quick. Yeah, man, you're blowing up, bro. Let, let's go through this. In fact, I'm I'm looking at howwasshe.com right now, spelled exactly as you would think it is. And right here we have Aaron. We have Aaron on, and um, the profile for Aaron here is. It has her name, but it doesn't give the last name. And it has a photo, so you can put a photo up of the chick. This happens I to be a topless photo. Names up there. I tried that at the beginning, and I just got way too many lawsuit threats. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's no more last names up there. In fact, that's something I want to touch on in a second. But let's go through and talk about each category that you rate the chicks on. Erin, all right, here she is. She's in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's got a great picture of her. You see her boobs and the whole thing. Now, it rates her on hotness, uh, and then has little flames for it, one through five. So is one best or ten best? Actually, a 10 is the best. It's a 1 through 10 category. If she has a 5, that means the person who rated her thought she was about average. All right, just an average yeah. chick. Now, it says quality of sex. That's the next one, and she gets a 6. Um, what is the average as far as hotness on your site? Uh, it's a, hovering at about a 7.5. Wow. Um, that, that's all based on the people who submit them, and nobody's going to admit they slept with a dog, so... Yeah, I don't know, maybe. I mean, that would actually be kind of the fun of it. I'd be like, you know, take a look at this chick. I actually... uh, there are a couple of uggos out there. Don't worry. Um, does she take anal is another important question we'd like to know on HowWasShe.com. And as I stroll through most of these, it says that most of them do. Most of them say yes. Um, good. I, yeah, I guess suppose it's good. Um, does she dig at the threesome? Again, most of them say yes. Now, I, I would think... Clear, when I say threesome, I mean two girls and a, and a guy, not two guys and a girl. Okay, all right. Now, that, I think that would up her quality of sex, wouldn't you? I mean, I think that would take her above a six if she's into everything. I mean, Well, I think there's a difference between, like, yeah, like if she's a dead lay, um, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Okay, if she's a dead lay and, uh, you know, but she's wanting to bring another girl into a bed, that doesn't make her not a dead lay, it just makes her a kinky dead lay. Ah, all right. I can so dig that. Yeah. There's a whole system here. So maybe this chick, Erin, who we're looking at specifically, uh, her quality of sex was six. Now, maybe when you're actually doing the act, she's probably only a two, but the fact that she digs anal and the fact that she digs a threesome raises her up to a six. Another category, number of gentlemen who have claimed to F her, that is one. And then there's a nice little point here where the boys say, and I guess that's where you're allowed to editorialize if you're putting the picture up of the chick who you've slept with. And again, howwasshe.com. She's a stripper, and it's obvious uh, that she would give it up easy. She's a pill junkie, among other drugs. Don't let her get too close, or she'll move in and try to run your bank account dry. Well, those are strippers for you. Other than that, she's a freak but a slut. All right, so that gives you an opportunity to uh, say a little thing. Isn't that every girl? Maybe. Have you had any lawsuits so far? I've had a couple of them threatened. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, at this point, I'm trying to get somebody to sue me. Uh, like I've had girls email me and request that they be taken off the site, and I'm just beginning. I'm just getting antagonistic about it and telling them not to be sluts in the future. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you want to be sued? Um, because for a couple of reasons. First off, because it's nothing but good publicity. 
Yeah, obviously. Uh, second off, I've checked like every applicable law. I'm not liable for anything. No. Like, what HowWellSheet.com does is totally legal. It's not. I'm not. You know, they're not going to win any money off of me. And the uh, just the whole area of internet law is pretty undiscovered so far. So you know, if I can be a landmark case, good for me. Now, how much money have you made off the site? Yeah, see, that's the thing. I'm not making any money off of it yet, and that's the problem. Now, how do you plan doing it then? Um, I'd like people to, well, if people want to advertise, you know, I'm more than willing to do that for them. Um, also, if people want to send me donations, they're more than welcome to. Your listeners, send me money. Okay. Good idea. And we um, do that through just through the site. It's a great site. You can just um, click somewhere. Advertising. I mean, I'm getting over 300,000 page views a day right now. Uh, and that's just an incredible amount of selling power, especially when you consider that most of my users are going to be in the, you know, 18 to 35 male. Look at this guy <laughs> pimping. You want a job at JFK? You seem to sell better than these ass wipes do. Um, let's, How much you paying, bro? Yeah, trust me, probably more than you're making now. Um, let's look here. Easiness, uh, 1 through 10, Aaron gets uh, three sluts, so she's a 10. And then it's quality of oral. That's another one in which uh, the women can be rated on howwasshe.com. And this chick gets ten. I don't understand why she's a six. And here's no, a... two completely different questions. The quality of oral and the quality of sex not the same thing. All right, so you're not, so you're going by the uh, President Clinton way of looking at it, where oral isn't sex. Right, exactly. How does her um, how sex does is penetration, bro? How does her nether region taste? And it's so funny because you have little fishes mm -hmm. uh, that are uh, that are there to rate this. So the nether regions are there, and she has five, I guess, fish, as you would say. Yes. And that's something, too, because you always, like, when you, have you ever shared a chick, Dubs, with one of your buddies? I've ever shared a chick? Like, you banged her first, or your buddy banged her no, first? No, no, we've never, uh, I've never actually uh, overlapped with any of my friends. The great thing about this site is that most dudes, whenever they're talking, um... Go oh, man, the damn, the dump button. <laughs> Most dudes, whenever they're hanging out with their buddies and they're talking about the kind of sex that they have with a chick, they'll go through all of this. They'll talk about how hot she was, how it was, whether or not she uh, wanted to do a uh, third input and things like that. Now, Debs, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, if any, does she have any STDs? And on uh, Aaron here, it says uh, probably. And then what college is she at, if any at all? Again, Matt from HowWasShe.com. What made you start the site? Was there any chick in particular that was the uh, the reason that you wanted to get all of this going? Uh, no, I just had a uh, I just had a brilliant idea one day and decided I was going to make it. There was there was no reason. There was nothing in the back of your mind that said, "Hey, this is why I should do it." There's no chick in particular that you got. Only my over. overwhelming desire to help out mankind. It is something like that. What about you, dude? How would you rate yourself? Uh, in bed. Yeah, all of this. I mean, does it seem a little bit unfair? My current girlfriend is on the site. Does it oh, is she? Yeah. Where, where can you uh, give us a quick? Yeah, link her ID it? number is one zero one zero three. All right. How, where do I where do I go to uh, see her? All right. You see the red link where it says if you want to share this girl with your friends. Uh huh. Okay. Click on that. All right. If you want to, okay, I'll click on that. All righty. And at the top, you should see something after uh, girlview.php. There's a question mark. Mm-hmm. And then it says girl ID equals. Uh, I'm not getting that. All right, we'll just write that down, and we'll look at her a little bit later on. But don't you see? Don't you think it's kind of unfair? I mean, would you, you personally, would you like to get thrown up on a website and have somebody talking about how small or big you are, or whether or not you stunk whenever you were hitting it, or stuff like that? First off, I've got nothing to be ashamed of, to be perfectly honest. 
And uh, second off, no, I don't care. If, you know, if girls want to make a comparable site, they can go ahead. I just don't think it would be funny, and I don't think it would get any traffic. I actually own HowWasHe.com, <laughs> but uh, I'm not doing anything with it because I don't really care about looking at guys. All right, so that's your that's your take on well, that? Well, you're out here to help men, not women. So. Right, I don't care about women. Do you think, as I look at this, and I look at Aaron's little take here, it doesn't seem real. I mean, honestly, she looks hotter than that. Do you do you even care whether or not is this more of an informational site or an entertainment site? Um, it, it's both. I'm starting to weed out the fakes as I see them now. Um, people do submit fakes, and I've been rejecting them for the fir- for the past month or so. When the first site came up, I accepted fakes just because I needed some content up there. Mm-hmm. But uh, now I'd like to make the transition from more of an entertainment site to an informational site. And can dudes actually hook up with these chicks? Let's say I'm seeing Aaron here, and I know I'm going to be in Tulsa. Is there any way I can get a hold of this whore? Uh, well, it depends. Um, if you've submitted a girl in the past, uh, the site does allow you to anonymously email the girl um, if they have had an email address included when they were posted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you can do it that way. You know, there's no guarantee of a response. Once again, for legal issues, I'm pretty sure that my legal invulnerability would go way down, down. If, now, uh, now, have girls submitted their own pictures ever? Um, I've had a couple of girls that have wanted to be featured on the site, but I don't know of any, of any girls that have actually submitted the pictures. See, I don't track who submits what pictures. Oh, okay. Because, uh, you know, I want to maintain people's privacy, and in the case that you, know, oh, you, say you do lose a lawsuit, I don't, want, I don't want it to come back to some guy. You know, you posted this girl, you're going to lose $100,000 now. Wait a second, that sounds a little hypocritical. You want to maintain privacy, yet you're putting up pictures of what could be fake chicks and, and their names and where they live and, you know, whether or not they're cooch no, 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 you misunderstand me. I want to maintain the privacy of my users. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> That's customer quality right there. I like that. I guess it is. Customer's always right. Absolutely. I, I just see... see my, my users are more important to me than the girls who are on the site. The girls who are on the site have done nothing, you know, that's valuable to me except for be easy. Now, so I don't care about them. Now, how do you know? How do you know dudes aren't just cutting and pasting some chick from somewhere, throwing it on there? Because, the, like, let's say there was some chick that would never go out with them in high school. So they decide they're going to get back at this whore, put her picture up, and then put all this nasty stuff about her having STDs. And that doesn't worry you in the least? No, not really. I mean, it... I don't have any actual way of confirming that what people are posting is true. I have to assume that, that, that it is, and that they're going to be true to the uh, to the message of the site. But if they don't, you know, there's not much I can do about it, so I'm not going to worry about it. Now, how old it are you? It doesn't bother me. Now. How old are you? 21. Ah, all right. Very good. Right. You, well, you, you got a, a, looks like, could be a lucrative little site here for you. I hope so. You could get into uh, TV. I mean, you could sell home videos, howwasshe.com, and you're going to be able to branch out. I see this going far for you. Girls Gone Wild has nothing on me, bro. I guess not. Look at him. Where are you, down in Austin? Yep, I'm down in Austin. He's down in you go. Do you go to UT or no? Uh, no, I'd like to go to UT Law in the fall, but uh, we're doing the application process for that right now. Yeah, you're going to need that law degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going to need that in the future. I can see that coming up. <laughs> the funny thing is, a lot of the people that run these type sites always have some kind of law background. Yeah. They, know, they know how to, you know, jump through the loopholes. Because it's important. It, I mean, it is very important. last thing I need is to have to shut down a brilliant idea of mine because, you know, some girl's daddy is a lawyer. How was she dot com? We're talking to Matt. Um, I, I, I got to ask, you seem like you hate women just a little bit. No? Yeah. Do you really? Uh, well, uh, 
I mean, seriously, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know whether you're being, whether you're, whether you're being sticky here or what it is, but you seem like you have a real serious issue with women. No, I don't have a real serious issue with them. I just tend to not take them seriously. Hmm. I can respect that. <laughs> Dubs respect okay. it. Dubs is into it. All right, man. There it is. Matt from HowWasShe.com. Good luck to you, bro. Thank you, sir. Make sure that uh, your users send me some money. Your be right your users. Your uh, listeners send me some money. Right. Keep this thing up. You bet. All right, you got a good one. All right, see you. Later, bro. Bye-bye. Asswipe. <laughs> you don't like him? I don't like him. He seemed a little cocky. Well, you have to be a little cocky to put this site up anyway. Yeah, I guess you do, but... There has to be a, a, a swagger to you to say, all right, I don't give an F about these women. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to make money off of it. Has anyone seen this? I mean, I want to know. I want to know if anybody's as disgusted as I am. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. I just know the dude's gonna get in trouble somehow. He's gonna get in trouble. He's gonna get caught doing. And he's a twenty-one-year-old guy. It does seem like a good idea, but what bothers me is the fact that Bateman, for example, Bateman's the kind of dude that let's just say someone didn't want to go out with Bateman. Bateman's gonna search Google the chick on the AOL for the broadband, get her picture, throw it on HowWasShe.com. Call her a one, said that she did everything in the book, and then say that she has some sort of STD and that she's a complete skank and post her address and phone number or something. I like how you're projecting your thoughts onto me now. No, I honestly think that people like you would do something like that. And it just it doesn't. Let's say, God forbid, a picture came out of one of our loved ones, and one of our loved ones was on there. That wouldn't bother you in the least. You know, what if you're what if you what if your fat sister's on there, Dubs? What if you went on there and your fat skank of a sister, uh, who met her dude over the internet, is on there? Seriously, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Honestly, I could I could definitely probably probe the internet and find some nasty stuff with my family out there. <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but I just I don't know, man. I can't believe that I'm the only one outraged. I mean, I'm a feminist, and I think there's this is the feminist in me saying. As funny as the site is, and, you know, I wasn't so upset with the site before. You talked to him? But after talking to him, you know he reminded me of Bateman a little bit? Oh. A moral fan. And I got that kind of like... Piano his, fan? That kind of like vibe. I don't care, you know. I want to be sued. You know, nobody wants to be sued. You're going to get your ass handed to you, bro, and you're going to be screwed. It reminds me of when Napster first came out and they started coming under fire. They're like, we're not doing anything wrong type thing, and now they're back and no one's joining their site. Well, Any publicity is good is, publicity. Is it even the same guys that are back running the site? I think they just sold the domain. <laughs> Matt Albert just said that Fothic should be up on there. Oh, yeah. The, oh, but see, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that chick screwed him over. And then we could eat. She sent us a ton of pictures. We could post her on there. And it, oh, I wouldn't want to do that to anyone else. No, I wouldn't either. I don't know. It's just a little spooky to me. As much as you have to embrace the Internet, I don't know, man. It's getting a little crazy. You imagine you saw your chick on that? What would you do, Dubs? What would you do? I mean, the thing is, you have to, the girl has to probably piss someone off to get on the site. No, she doesn't. Probably. Most likely, most of the girls that get on there with, without reasoning probably piss someone off. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, it, I, could, I would expect Wonder Boy to put my, my picture <laughs> up on the site. <laughs> and I wouldn't get mad about it because I pissed him off. Yeah. Hey, Dubs, what, what city is your sister in now? She's in Fallerville again. 
Oh, okay. She's actually living in his... I house. thought maybe she was posted on here, because I'd searched under Michigan, but... Nothing? No. No Fowlerville, anyway. All right, 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. We got him some plugs. Howwasshe.com. Uh, that was Matt from it. Go do it. It is an entertaining site, but I just think at some point you got to think, and I, I'm a liberal dude, and goddamn, I feel like I'm sounding a little bit too much like Bill O'Reilly. But and there's some sort of ethical issue here. And if not, all right, fine. Maybe I'm just out of whack, and maybe I'm... I You're being a drama queen. Maybe, no. <laughs> maybe I care too much about women's rights, and maybe I'm the only dude here. But I don't know. That seems to bother me just a bit. All right, we're going to take a break. We're coming back. Um, more coming up for you as we roll strong uh, until 8.15. It is El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Coming up for you, we're going to do the Pats. Pats and Titans at 8.15. And Carolina has just gone up, kicked another field goal. So they're up by four points now, beating St. Louis in St. Louis. And that actually doesn't make me feel so bad about my Cowboys losing. Taking a quick break, coming back to you. It's uh, WJFK. Three chuckles an hour. Every, every hour. Corporate Cameron, put up a memo. LFA's hideout. Tonight, we're going to launch a new revolution. 106.7. One that will rock and roll your senses. You are my test pilots. You're going to kiss the sun. And taste the motherfucking rainbow! Hell, that thing's hideout. 106.7 WJFL. Welcome back to El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J Dubs 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. It is the hideout. <laughs> All right. We just talked to uh, Matt from HowWasShe.com. And uh, I want to say thanks to Vinci who sent, sent me the link to his chick. And that is his chick. Is that a retarded girl? It, she looks um, like she could easily have the TARD card uh, played on her. She has really she, large boobs. She has a very profound forehead. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt type forehead, but without being Jennifer Love Hewitt. And the, the eyes are too close together and beady. Love Hewitt forehead and boobs, um, <laughs> uh, but add, like, I don't know, 200 pounds. And that's the mat from HowWasShe.com's chick. So disgusting. I don't know, man. I'm thrown off a little bit about that. Were you not, Dubs? No, I, I feel like you're pretty comfortable with it. I under—I don't understand um, why it is that... I don't know. I, I think it's the same kind of mentality, though, with, like, you, Bateman, the Matt dude. You hate women. I don't hate women. I know you hate women. You have serious issues with women. You've never I've, really liked women. I've gotten over... Like, I used to be very, very bad. I used to be Bateman style. Yeah. I've gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. You know, I I mean, I think that I'm I'm separating the, uh, the uh, love or hate for women and just the quality of the site. Because the site is funny, and actually, if you are a guy, 
quite useful if it works right. If you, I mean, if you, like, let's let's like rate. If you would rate yourself, let's say, where would you rate yourself as far as hotness goes? A one to ten. One to ten. I'd give myself an eight. Would you really? I'd give myself an eight. Wow. All right. I think I'd give myself about a six. I I think that, that makes sense. You're about two points slower than me. <laughs> I think on a good day I could be a seven, but for the most part I'm probably a six. Very average dude. Lose a little bit more weight, I could work myself up to an eight. Yeah, you could be you could be like me someday. <laughs> could do aspire. What about easiness for you? Now that's the thing. It would be tough if he was doing HowWasHe.com because I think all dudes would be easy, except for Bateman. That's the other resolution that I have for you, Bateman. You need to stop being so picky. I hear him talk about every single girl and how ugly and disgusting she is. No, no, no. I was the same way as him. I'm telling you, I was Bateman two years ago, and I held out. I was very picky for a long time, and now I've got a beautiful, nice chick. That's true. You got to be a little bit picky. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Really depends on your end goal. You know, if he if he's just looking to get laid, yeah, don't be picky. But if you're looking for actual chick, you know, you just kind of weed out the bad ones. So was it your chick that made you turn and not hate women so much? Because you seem to be living the perfect life. Before her? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I I was I was living quite the life before her, but I think I I'm happier now. No, I mean, I'm talking about you got it. In fact, let me tell you what Dubs has got. Uh, what is it, a 52-inch, 53-inch? 51-inch. 51-inch plasma? No, it's just high-definition. High-definition television in your, in your apartment. You got the cable internet. You got the whole thing, man. You were living the life. How does that happen? Is I think it's partly, I think, because of your chick. Yeah, definitely. I mean, honestly, if she handles the money. Mm-hmm. She handles my relationship, and actually she's done a good job to let me have the stuff I want as well as, you know, stuff she wants. And she do, if if it wasn't for her, though, I wouldn't have any of it because I can't budget at all. If if I wasn't with her, me and you would be down at Bridges every night after the shows, getting drunk, spending probably about 300 bucks a week, a week down there. What's the problem with that? I don't see what the, what the issue is there. Instead, you and I don't hang out a lot. Because you don't come over to my house and watch the big screen TV and drink some beer. You live too far away. You live in Alexandria. I live in Silver I, Spring. I'm what I'm supposed to make that trek. You can't come up to my place. You don't have a big screen TV. I gotta sit at your little place with your little queer ass cat. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, Bateman. This guy, he's got, he's got uh, spoiled cat lives here. He's got kitty toys. He's got uh, the little um, stockings for his cat. We took the stockings down today. Pictures of his cat everywhere. That's pictures of the cat now and the cat before. I don't know. Maybe I am just a little jealous because you do seem to be living the life in some way. and Somehow or another, I seem to miss out. I've missed out on everything. Come over, man. You can live it for an hour. <laughs> and then you got to go. Hey, when are you going to invite Bateman over to your place? I... Okay, here's the deal. He doesn't like football. I was going to say, if some stuff doesn't work out where I'm out on location during the Super Bowl, everybody come to my place for the Super Bowl. Yeah? That's if I don't, you know. You want to do that, Bateman? I think I'm busy. Are you comfortable with knowing Bateman knowing where you live? Yeah. I'm not afraid of him. <clears throat> I like Dubs. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Dubs is... Purely and simply a hypothetical question. All right? I know you got a whole thing going on. You're living the good life. You're right. You got a great chick. Okay? Now, is it wrong, let's say, if Bateman found somebody in a porn 
that someone gave to him that looked a lot like your chick and then proceeded to take care of himself while it was while he was imagining that it was your chick. No problem with that. That doesn't that doesn't, doesn't bother, bother you me in for the a least. second. Doesn't why would it? Now if the the difference would be if my chick found uh, someone in the porn that looked like Bateman and took care of herself to that porn thinking of Bateman. Now that would be the problem because then I, it would feel like I w I was losing a hold of my chick. But I'm not. I know if uh, you know he's there just punching the clown to my girl. That's average. That's okay. no, you know, everybody does that. <laughs> All right, then I'd like to admit something. I'm uh, I'm watching. Now, one of before you do, know that you have to hang around with my chick, and if she's <laughs> listening right now, she'll be very uncomfortable with you. No, she won't. Would she really? I don't know. You think so? I'm just warning you. Can we get her on the phone and see if she'll no. uh, if I can tell her? No. She go ahead and say it. All right, if you're listening. But I want to say this though, and I don't know, maybe it's me. I watched this porn. It's called Bait. One of the ones that our buddy Mix Loco gave to us. And at the end of the porn, there's this chick that resembles your chick. And so I started watching it, and I was like, wow. And I had to stop myself because it felt a little oogie. It felt a little off. Because consider, I consider you a brother, so she's kind of like my sister in a sense. But why? And smaller and from Michigan. So Dubs is still dating a sister either way. So, with that, I was like, I don't know. I need to finish because, you know, I got to take care of myself. And plus, what if it happens sometime that Dubs, you know, isn't around? God forbid he dies of the heart attack from taking the stack or two and smoking and drinking the Pepsi. God forbid, you know, I have to take care of her. Would I be able to take care of your chick? If I'm gone, away, dead? You're dead. Yeah. So then I was like, would I be able to perform? I don't know. Let's see. So I made it like it was, you know how they have the simulators that, you know, all pilots must go through or whatever? So I set up the whole scenario in my mind. I even thought it out. Where she's telling me... Where I'm dead. Where she's <laughs> telling me Dubs is dead. <laughs> it's just me and the cat. <laughs> and I really, you know, I'm stuck here in uh, Virginia. I haven't been able to move home yet because he just died like two days ago. But I really need somebody here right now. Can you take care of me? And so that's a situation that I had set up. And so I thought about it and I was like, look, Dubs is one of my best buds in the world. Before you go on, you get way too involved when you, when you stroke. I told you, I have to imagine the situation otherwise if it's not believable i can't put myself in it so anyway i've convinced her this is the way dubs would want it i don't think he'd want anyone else touching you because we were like brothers the only other guy i could see him wanting to take care of you is by curious bj and that's just because they literally are cousins slash best friends or whatever so i decided i'm gonna do it and so I take care of her with her little school outfit on and the high knee thing. And then, you know, and it just so happened. And I, there was, again, there was multiple inputs involved. Again, uh, where is this on the sheet you give me of the uh, whole, the, the hideout out, outline you give me every day before the show, which is supposed to have everything that we well, every topic we go to. I don't see it anymore. Here it is. It's right here under Dubs Living the Life, the ultimate question. 
Okay, it's an awful question. Okay. I guess I, I wasn't reading it correctly. So, now, well, now hold on. I see you're a little uncomfortable and you seem a little pissed off. No, I'm laughing. How does that make you feel, though, honestly? If... Would you, would you, like it's example, I hear these stories about uh, 9-11 and the firefighters in New York, the ones that, you know, happen to die, you got the other firefighters leaving their family to take care of the widows, and you know, and it's just this whole situation going on because it's one of those brotherhood type things. You're telling me you wouldn't want to have the same kind of brotherhood situation going on here? I think that's a little bit different. This is two days after I die, for God's sakes. Give it a few months. It's just the way I ran it in the simulation. When it happens for real, I'll wait a week. I'll wait till you're in the ground at the very least. No? I mean, if if it happened, like, you know, like, you know, you guys started going out and hanging out together and you guys really liked each other, that would be a different story. But if you're just banging her because I'm dead and you can, we got problems. You think she would? No. No, she wouldn't. Has she told you this? Yes. God damn it. Thwart it again. Maybe you guys should just take a test run just to see. Maybe, she, maybe she'll change her mind. She don't like Mexicans. Is that what it is? No, she loves Mexicans. It's just me? Yeah, it's just you. Am I too fat or am I too hairy? I want to know Neither. what I need to work on. Because I have a feeling you're dying soon. Neither. But, but she says <laughs> the same thing I say. You're a drama queen. And honestly... You gotta cut it out because it's losing you uh, chicks after I die. <laughs> what, what if Matt Albert hooked up with her after you died? Yeah, right. Let's be honest. Let's be serious here. Eight hundred. I thought I thought we were trying to make this real. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Speaking of the porn, I want to start a new uh, thing here on the hideout called the Instant Message of the Week. Brought to you by AOL for Broadband, our content partner. This one comes from Slider one two three four. Hey, Hefe. If you're looking for good goth porn, don't buy Suicide Girls from a porn store. On the cover, it's hot punk or goth girls, but on the tape, it's all 35-year-old women with black clothes. Now, is that legal? Hmm. Putting all these different chicks on the cover, but then... You would think it's false advertising. That's why Girls Gone Wild apparently is in trouble now. Out of everything, it's the, uh, the advertisements they run on TV of girls saying, like, you know, hot young girls, and they show the box cover, and you expect to see those girls in the ad, you know, taking their clothes off and everything on that particular tape, and apparently that's not happening, and that's now why they're in trouble. That's the reason they're in trouble? Out of everything that they've been sued for, that's what they're in trouble Actually, for. Girls Gone Wild is very, very careful. I know that they, uh, when they are in a club or something, actually, the whole club is for Girls Gone Wild that night. You know, you have to agree to take your shirt off in front of all these people to uh, and be on tape if you're going to be in the club at that, that, that hey, night. Hey, it's Cameron Gray, operations manager, 106.7 WJFK. Hey, Cam, come over here real quick. Grab a vine. No, come here. Come grab a vine. Step up. It's going to be epic. Have an epic take. Did you heard the whole scenario that I laid out with Dubs' chick? Uh, yes. Would, have you, would you be opposed to something like that if your uh, beautiful Mrs. Stevens happened to die? The one I'm never marrying, of course. Oh, yeah, you. or if you happen to die. No, Dubs said that. I oh. think you're getting married. Yes, in April. Um, I would be completely opposed to it, yes. Now, hold on a second, though. Let's just say I was still married. Right. Hold, on, hold on one second. You're opposed to her happiness? If that's what made her happy? It's just the principle of it disgusts me. 
You wouldn't want her to be with somebody you know and somebody you would trust. And I don't trust you. Stranger off the street. I'd rather have a stranger than you. Seriously? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Nah, just something. Just... I like a tickle her thighs. My goatee. It's just something just untoward about it. <laughs> you think so? Yes. Because all right, let's say this. Let's say I was still married. Because my my wife was the greatest. All right. She was. She just she was happened. Beautiful. To, she just happened to not like me. <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> if I had to choose between any one of you three, as I look around the room to take care of her. Bateman. Bateman. No, I'd have to go with Cam. I even would cut her head off. <laughs> Some girls like that. I think I'd have to go with Cam if I was going to choose anybody. Dubs, I don't think you would mesh well. I don't think you guys would be able to hold a conversation but with Because I'm white. Dubs is a, is a rabbit's foot, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would, have, I would have issues with you. Bateman, I don't even want you to begin to know who she is. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> we don't want her head in a bowling bag. But... I think I would That's go. I think I would either. I'd go with Wonder Boy. I think before I would go with Bateman. Hey Bateman, by the way, I never told Hefe. Uh, I thought you were crazy. Oh, <laughs> you're lying now. You're lying. He's trying to get me in trouble. He said to me point blank, "Is he crazy?" And I'm like, "Ha ha ha!" Come on, Hefe, you're so funny. He goes, "No, is he crazy?" And I said, "No." I know you're not. He's the best. Ever ever seen. That's what I said. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. Have a good night. Hats and uh, the Titans coming up next here on WJFK. Attaway Cam. He's another one of those. I saw a chick that looked like his chick in one of my porns. Same situation. How much porn do you have? I'm telling you, I got 15 of them. It's Wait. the same. Except this is one of those where it's a cab. So I had to pretend like I lost my job at JFK and I was driving a cab. And I was driving around. And I just, and she needed a ride in downtown D.C. And she's like, oh, my God, Hefe, how have you been? And you're driving a cab. Well, you know, I was down on my luck because I lost the show. And she's like, how you been? I was like, I'm fine. What about you? And she's like, ah, I've been a little down in the dumps ever since Cameron died of the, <laughs> of the overdose. Overdose of chocolate. <laughs> and then from that point on, you know, she hops in the front seat, starts giving me oral. We end up back in her basement, which used to be Cameron's basement. And everybody's naked getting things going. Is that my crazy for the way my mind works? Yes, you're very crazy. I, I feel like you actually scan your porns looking for someone that you know. Wait, did you just say you thought about Cameron getting naked? No, 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 Cameron's chick. Oh. And I'll tell you this, too. Yes. Cheers. Right. Let me tell you one more thing before we move on, all right? I was a tourist uh, here in the Washington, D.C. area last weekend. My cousin, Cam my cousin Sam was in town. He hung out with this very nice kid, good no, kid. I've never, I, I didn't know that you would be, if I saw him on the street, I wouldn't think you two were related because the guy doesn't talk at all. Doesn't talk at all. He's a nice, he's seriously a Christian boy. Oh, you he's can like, tell. Yeah, he's waiting for the right woman. He's still a virgin, too. Wow. 25 years old, but it's not like he's weird or creepy about it. He's just, I don't know, I look at him like he's Jesus-like because he doesn't even have, he's just that dude, you know, where he's like, I'm waiting for the right chick. Way too good for any chick, in my opinion. In fact, I'll tell you this. We're so related. His his father is my dad's brother, and his mother is my mom's sister. So, like, no, 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 no. Wait, and it sounds weird. It sounds weird. No, we have the exact genetic makeup. His mom and his dad got married, and then... Yeah. So, so your mom and your dad were... Kind of cousin through marriage. No, they were in-laws. No, they were in-laws. That's what it was. They were in-laws. 
Now, it's, is, even, it's even creepier. That, that, that's just creepy thinking that they made each other at a family reunion. <laughs> well, they met each other at the wedding. And they both were going to Texas Tech University, and they ended up hooking up, too. So me and Sam have the exact same genetic makeup, all right? So we go around, and we're tourists in town. I know it sounds a little creepy, but I'm telling you, it's not really. If you stop and you think about it and you step back, what, you've never met somebody at a, at a, at a wedding? Like if you were, let's say your sister was getting married to the loser she got married to, and he had a hot... He had a hot sister. You wouldn't consider hooking up with her? No, I would. I would try everything to hook up with her before the wedding, but after the wedding, it's uh, you know, you have to step away. So anyway, uh, my buddy, my cousin Sam and I, we're, we're downtown. Um, we go to the Spy Museum, which, by the way, isn't worth the hype. Uh, you go and you walk around. It's too crowded. You can't do as much as you want. The, the great thing was the Air and Space Museum, but above and beyond that, we've always talked about where do you go to meet hot chicks. And Bateman, you've been living here for a long time. Dubs and I are fairly new to the area. I didn't realize where you go to meet hot chicks is the museum. You go to the museum, I can't tell you how many hot honeys are running around the museum. But at the museum, are they just other tourists? Or are they actually people who live in D.C.? It doesn't matter. And the reason I tell you it doesn't matter is because you brought up earlier, you actually look for people to punch it to in your porn? Yes. When I go out, be it to a club or be it to the museum, I'm not looking to take anybody home. I'm looking for somebody who looks like somebody in my porn. All right. Now, you're at the museum, and you find a chick, and you say it doesn't matter if they're from here or not from here. It does matter for Bateman because he, he's looking for love. He wants to be in love. Yes, more than anything. He told me this. He told me he, he wants to get close to a girl. And I don't think that would be a good place for Bateman to go. To the museum? No. He, he wants to find love at home. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You're looking at me like you just made a profound statement. He's looking for love. I just told you that I go to places specifically for the fact to look for chicks who look like someone in my porn. And you have no comment on that? No. Because I know you're weird now, because you'd bang my girlfriend two days after I died. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'd do it tomorrow if she'd let me. The funny thing is, he tries to make it out like he's doing her a favor. He's doing something noble, yeah. taking care of her. You're a scumbag. I don't, her down I don't think bed. so. I think I'm helping you out. You want, looks like you said, you want your chick to be upset? You want her to not be Yeah, happy? for a couple days after I die. Yes, I want, my, I want people to be upset for two years after I die. I'd even let her call me Justin. Okay, I guess that's, that makes up for half of it. <laughs> Even if she's moaning, I'll Justin. I'm fine with that. Doesn't matter to me. In fact, I could get into playing your character for a little while. I don't know if you know this, but I'm an actor. And I could get into playing J-dubs. Uh, you think your character's hard? Yes. <laughs> do me. All right. Come on, do, do my character. It's the high. Skank. Whore. There's more involved than that. Yeah. You're, you're just scratching the surface now. Uh, it does go a lot deeper than that. You're right. I'm sorry about that. Mandatory. We will no longer be oppressed. LFA's title. By the police state mentality. 106.7. And here it is, mandatory Marilyn Manson. If it's the hideout, it's always going to be mandatory Manson. 
from the new CD, The Golden Age of Grotesque. This is Bright Young Things. I'm JFK.
get nice skin. Oh. L F E. Do you find Cameron as sexy as I do? That's one sexy Jew. Anal prevents colon cancer. What's a homosexual? I think he's a sexy guy. I'm really, really interested to see what he's got going downstairs. Show it. I can't believe we never thought of the fact that you actually could be a homosexual. Homoerotic behavior is my specialty. But I was very, very flattered that a guy grabbed my ass. And I, I even thanked him for it. Specializing in homoerotic humor, the hideouts. 106.7 WJMK. Welcome back into El Jefe Sign Out, 106.7 WJFK. One problem with that liner. I wish it would have kept on going with the Barbie Girl song. I love that song. That's what I was telling Bateman, too. That is a great... That's that's one of those songs that, um... I don't know how many... Barbie Girl I don't know how many of you... Barbie World how many, in plastic. It is fantastic. I don't know how many of you go to gay bars, but I just know that uh, I was into... I was hanging out with a lot of gay people. <laughs> there was an experimenting moment. Well, no, not really, but I was at the time I was experimenting. And, no, I was just hanging out with a lot of gay people, and um, at that same point too, it just happened to be where I went to a lot of gay clubs, and that song was on all the time. And every time Barbie Girl came on, people just ran to the dance floor, pushing people over to get there. Yeah, yeah. pushing people over, and. Um, uh, what else would uh, I would only get on the dance floor when like um, Prodigy came on. Prodigy would come on. I go out there kind of mosh with dry people. humping. You know, it's so funny you say that. I actually thought of this for a second. <sighs> Do gay guys dry hump? And this is one of the. I was having these mm. thoughts, and as I go through, because you know, I mean, whenever you're hooking up, you know, there's this point. Where, you know, when you're with a chick, there's a little close still on kind of action. Yeah. And, you know, she'll, you know, still have her jeans on or whatever. You'll still have yours. You know, and you're sitting on your couch and you're making out. And, you know, at that point, you know, I guess, can you say that? I don't even know if, can you, I mean, we said it, but, you know, dry humping, whatever. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. get clothes on, you know. Rubbing while wearing clothes, I suppose, if we want to be third graders about it. Yeah. But do you think that's something that, like, gay guys would do? Because I, I can see, I see it more being a chick kind of thing. Yeah, I would think. I would think that if they did, one of them would have to be on the stomach, on the stomach. What? Well, because it wouldn't be the natural. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Natural. So lying on their stomach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the the actual act that they normally perform. So that's why I would think. Yeah, maybe it's like, um... D to D? I don't know. What are we even talking about? It's I play that, and I happen to think... I play the homoerotic humor uh, uh, clip, and automatically we get into that. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, though, do people think about this kind of stuff? No? Yeah, I always have the, the, those weird thoughts popping in my head every once in a while. Aaron, welcome into the hideout. Hey, uh, hey how you doing? What up, brother? Hey, hey. Uh, I've been DJing, uh, like, club DJing, right? Mm-hmm. In the scene for, oh, since 1990, right? There are still plenty, well, not plenty, but several good clubs to go to for, I know you like the, the goth chick look. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and so, I mean, if you're looking, you know, get specific. Don't waste your time, 
you know, randomly seeing some chick at a whatever, uh, Aaron Space Museum. <laughs> you know? All right, maybe you have a point. Yeah. So if I was looking, uh, looking for a good goth chick, where would I go? Uh, try Nation Thursday night. Nation, write that down. Bateman, you're my producer. Write that down. That's Nation. the scary part of town, though. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. In the, in the crappy part of town. Uh, and there's good parking. If you get there right around 9, 9.30, you might have to deal with a bum. Give them no, a that's that's normal. Bums in my neighborhood ain't no big deal. You you're saying you wouldn't go down there, Bateman? I went down there once and I we actually missed the club and we ended up like going a few blocks past and I was like oh, looking yeah, around yeah. and you go three more blocks down and suddenly you get whatever the DC equivalent of a ghetto is. You know, yeah. even I was scared. That's yeah, definitely. Don't go <laughs> four blocks further, but right around there, it's totally safe. It's right off of what. Uh, uh, Oh, there's there's a there's a metro station there. Hey, this is good. I like this, Aaron. So we, for goth chicks, we go to Nation. Oh, let's, yeah. let's say we're looking to pick up a sorostitute, a sorority chick. Where hey, watch, watch your mouth. I'm a bad boy. Yeah. Um, not you see, I've always been DJing uh, the industrial goth scene. Ah. So that's like my forte. Well, where do people say to stay away from them? Because sorostitutes don't usually go to the goth night. Well. What about, like, VIP or something? I hear commercials for them all the time. They're not... I've been there a couple of times. It's pretty cool. Uh, like, I'm I'm spending tonight down at The Edge on Saturday night. Hmm. You know? And, hey, Thursday night uh, at Nation, it's also an open bar from 9 to 10, so you get your drink on, too. Damn, Dubs. Damn. we got to do that, man. we got a couple buddies coming into town. I'd like, you know, I'd like to go down and hit some of these places. Now, yeah. do you think, like, Bridges, I think, on Wednesday <laughs> here in Fairfax has an industrial night? Nah. Maybe I'm not ready for the nation nah, goth go chicks. Big. you got to go big. You think so? Big dance floors, multiple dance floors, you know, good light, deep music. You Are know. goth chicks easy, Aaron? Come on, I don't want to waste my time. Uh, all right, uh, break down there. I've slept with 37 chicks. I'm not that great of a looking of a guy, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I'm married now. I met my wife down at the club. Right? I would say of those 37, 25 of them I've hooked up with at the clubs. At the club? Yeah. That's what I'm looking for, man. Like I'm looking inside the club? Going to the bathroom. Well, well, I'd say maybe a third to a half were actually in the club, find a corner, go underneath the stage. You know, I've heard of this because I had a buddy in high school who used to do the rave thing all the time. And I know it's not completely like industrial, but... He said, man, used to, people used to just sit down on the dance floor, you pull down your drawers, the chick usually pulls the panties to the side, and it's right there in the middle of the dance floor, and everybody knows, and so it's not that big a deal. Well, that scene, they, a, lot, a lot of the scene in Rave, you know, they're kind of enhanced, as, as it were. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're doing that whole uh, special K or yeah, E yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. So... You're not going to see that as much in the uh, goth industrial. So you're spinning, dude? I'd like to actually come hang out with you on one of these nights. Oh, yeah. Because uh... here's the thing. All right, we always like to play the DJ card. And on the radio, for some reason, it doesn't work out. But I'm telling you, there's some about chicks at the club. They like the DJ there. Oh, yeah. And then you could kick a little announcement out. Hey, El Jefe is here. Yeah, now, I, I spin. I just I, I <laughs> super, super consistent, right? Now I kind of, like, every third week I do here, every second week I do there, whatever. I, I guess there's a lot of club DJs where we're in rotation now. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, email me. Um, we got, in fact, everybody, we got a brand new uh, email, uh, JFK Hideout at, at AOL.com, using the AOL for broadband. Okay. Shoot me an email. I want to know where you're at. I'll pump you for my uh, goth DJ account. Yeah, and then I'll go out, hang out, kind of get in. The, what should I wear? 
Oh, black. Just wear black? Yeah. <laughs> now, does it matter if it's like a black like dress shirt or just like something collarless maybe? Uh, I would go like, uh, let's hear it. You know, obviously the sharper you look, yeah. that's always, you know, going to appeal unless you're going for like the grunge costume, which... Because you know, my whole look, and I don't know if you know this, Dubs, I'm going for innocently disheveled. Now, and I don't, I don't know if that works in the goth scene, but that's what I'm looking. Now, for. also, is this still goth that you, uh, the guys should wear, should wear makeup? Like uh, it used to be bigger. Now it's not so much for the guys. Okay. Like sometimes with eyeliner and stuff. I may paint my fingernails just to kind of feel like I'm in it a little. That works. Bit. All right. Yeah. Damn, dude, I'm looking forward to this. Hey, come over tonight. We'll paint our toenails too. I've done it before. Now tell me I won't do it again. I'm going to wear sandals. I'm going to go buy some black sandals now. And then you can tell uh, Dub's girl how well you'll take care of her after he's dead. She already knows. I had a conversation with her during the break. Oh. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Thank you, bro. No problem, man. Awesome. Email me. Excited. What did I want to get into a whole new thing, bro? Oh, four. And that's the thing. Last year was kind of the more rocky year for me. You know, I've been into the whole hip-hop thing. Maybe oh five, I'll go prep, you know? But this year, this is going to be the industrial year for Hafe. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Mike, welcome into the hideout. Yo, what's up, guys? What How up? you doing? What up, brother? What up, man? Hey, I want to tell you, man, you got to think about it. I live up in Maryland, Montgomery County. Mm -hmm. you got a college park. You guys ever head that way? You know, I, I live That's in Silver crazy. Spring right down the street. I've never been over there, though. Yeah. You go, there's a couple places over there, right, on, uh, right in front of the campus. But the other place, even better, Bar Baltimore in Baltimore, in the Ar Inner Harbor. Mm -hmm. There on Thursday nights, man, Towson runs a bus back and forth. So you've got loads of chicks just coming out, picks them up at the end of the night. Wow. Go up there Thursday nights, it's 18 older. The girls get on the bars, take their shirts off and stuff. Oh, and dude. And a girl pull her pants out of everything. I saw every little aspect of her. Ass. <laughs> All right. Now that's the only hey, thing is, awesome. I don't want to. Thursday night, though, it's eighteen or older, twenty-one to drink. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Um, that's the thing, though, man. When I go, if we go, we gotta go up. Have you been up to Baltimore yet, Dubs? No, I haven't been out there. All right, we gotta go then. Yeah, no. maybe like STD capital of the world. Actually, you know what I think it is. I think I actually remember Shafee telling me that. Yeah. And I'm sure he'd blame it on the blacks. Um. With good reason. Hey, Come on. No, no, oh, I didn't, no, I didn't, no, no, no. I didn't realize my mic was up. No, don't say that. Jesus, what are you, the new spoon? Um, but at the same time, when we go to Baltimore, though, it's a great time. But we want to get a hotel room, Dubs. And again, you, me, and your chick all get the hotel room. Maybe stay at the Hilton down there at the Inner Harbor. And then, you know, we go to college night and we see what happens. Yeah. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. The only thing that was tough about that porno that kind of looked like your chick were two dudes involved. Ugh. So I, could, I, I, had to kept, I had to keep fast-forwarding and rewinding only the scene where you could only see one of the dudes Ugh. so I could act like it was me. Or were you thinking it was you and Bateman? Oh, I didn't please. go to there yet. God. Bateman has real issues with the DP and two dudes on one guy. Or one chick. I don't think it's just two dudes and one girl. Uh, Chris, welcome to the hideout. Hey, buddy. What's going on? What up, brother? Hey, uh, let me give you a little F on uh, 411 on the goth. Mm -hmm. They're really easy to pick up because they're really, really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so you just that got, makes sense. You just got to tell they, them they're pretty? They got, they got very low self-esteem, 
they usually have some kind of a, you know, something about them that's not very attractive. No, that's not true. There are usually a lot of hot guys. There's no, 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 no. I didn't say that. you got to realize you're trying to run game. I didn't say they weren't hot. Yeah. That there's something about them that's not very attractive, and they concentrate on that, and they almost obsess on it. Okay. Seriously, that and, and that's a really good like way in because you you find what that thing is. It's usually whatever they're covering up, and then you you know you either contemplate them on compliment them on their figure, on, you know their eyes or something. that's something that's not like stereotypical woman. Ah, and it's a bat, it, you're, you're in, man. You're in like Flynn. I really, I really like the cuts on your arms, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, I love the 32 piercings in your nose. That's, like that. <laughs> That's a very good Uncle Fester tattoo you got there. Exactly, exactly. There you go. Um, you guys. All right, bro. Thanks, man. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Trying to find out where it is to go. Uh, hooking up and meeting up with the hot goth chicks. It's one of the things where, you know, and you wonder, too, because even on this site, HowMushy.com, you know, they mention she's a great lay, she's easy to get, but goddamn, bro, she's hard to get rid of. So, and you got to take that into account, too. You know, some people, it may not be worth it if you're trying to uh, do that kind of a situation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking at this, uh, reminding you that the hideout will be going strong until 8.15. Then at that time, we will make room for the Patriots and the Titans playing up in, um, in uh, New England. I'll tell you, this is the, the most exciting time of the year if you are a guy into football. Like these next couple weeks, the Super Bowl, usually you weed out some of the, a lot of the fans and everything. You don't have as much to root for, but the, the beginning of the playoffs are the best. I don't know. I'm not, I haven't been too terribly excited with the playoffs. As we look right now, and there's you know 2:30 left in the game. Actually, it's been quite a lame season. Carolina well, beating uh, St. Louis 23 to 20. I don't know if we've actually gotten. A, what do you think? You think Gibbs is going to be the savior? And what about that? Just for a second, we'll even take your phone call on Joe Gibbs if you want. But I just thought it was really awkward in this city how people. I promise you, man, it was like the second coming of Jesus Christ himself back in Washington, D.C. What I find about the, the Redskin fans, they are the most flighty people. Like, you Fair know, weather. Like, uh, things go a little bit good, or in this case, a lot good. They are all over it. I tell you what, if uh, Gibbs says, hey, uh, I want to come back, but not tell, ne- uh, not for two years, everybody would, you know, be all depressed for a year. It's like, oh, all right, just keep on, you know, building your team up. Have fun with the team. If they lose, they lose. You know, if they win, they win great. But these people, they, they jump bandwagon off on off each game. It's it's a very, very weird town. It It, it is in that, and, I, and it was so funny to listen. I mean, even, I don't know if my opinion has wholeheartedly changed on Daniel Snyder either. I mean, people are talking about this is the greatest thing, he's now the greatest owner, how amazing he's able to pull this off. And to me, this was just screaming desperate. I mean, the dude was going to get strung up. People were hating him like no other. He had to pull something, uh, some sort of miracle out of his hat. And this fell into his I, I don't know, it seemed to me like it fell into his lap. Others are saying he had been milking the situation for a while. But it just screamed of desperate, bro. Dan Snyder, this is this is what Dan Snyder does though. He always pulls out the big the big cards, you know. 
He he never goes small potatoes. He's always the guy to go the you know let's bet big, let's bet big. But you know, does he have fidelitis? Unlikableness, yes, definitely. Is there just something about him where you just it's just looking at him and you just say, man, I just even if I hung out with the dude, I just don't think I would like him. Even if he gave me a whole bunch of money for my charity, he just seems like the kind of dude where I just wouldn't like him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's more than just how he looks, though. I think it's just like Fidel. He he looks the part. He talks the part. He does a lot of great things, but it still doesn't make up for that thing in the back of your head that says, this guy's an a-hole. Like, there are things called pheromones. And with pheromones, you're kicking off pheromones, and chicks find you attractive because of the pheromones. And I wonder if there's that some sort of thing for, like, for being liked. Where it's, you know, um, you, you kick off this certain kind of aura or something, and people like him and Fidel, our ex-producer, are lacking that in some sort of a sense. And there's a lot of times when a lot of guys don't do anything good, do, like, the worst jobs at stuff, and people love them. <clears throat> Me. <laughs> All right, let's get into this, because people are asking my take on what happened to you and... Uh, Wonder Boy this week. Okay. People keep IMing me on the AOL for Broadband Instant Messenger. If you weren't listening to the Ron and Fez show this week, how dare you? Because to me, it was one of the funniest moments. Most, uh, It was honestly one of the greatest shows that I've ever heard on the radio, period. From beginning to end, including the Bruce, uh, Bruce Campbell interview in which you asked him about Fowlerville, Michigan. To me, that was the highlight of that interview, Dubs. You stepped right in, man. You were a master. But Dubs... I feel what, I feel like we can talk about it because you know you're on the show and and I was part of it. So what happened is Wonder Boy, you can go to wjfk.com and you can see that he he was really having a real bad O3. I mean that's a kid that was having a bad O3 and it looked like he was getting himself going in the right direction. In fact, over the whole Christmas break, which I was here for, I saw him painting uh, Ron and Fez's office and redecorating and giving it the queer eye makeover like they were talking about. And I honestly thought the boys would hate it. I was like, damn, dude, you're going to do that? And you want to work on something for the air or something? But, you know, whatever. You know, that's what he chose to spend his time with. And he, he bet on that, too, and he won. Yeah. That definitely got over with the guys. So he, he comes back, the, and the boys come back, they love it. I mean, they love it. And so it's so funny because Dubs has been the likable one. And Dubs is always that likable guy. You have the exact opposite of Dan Snyder. And a Fidel, where you just kick off, you know, I'm a dumb, stupid little puppy, you know, love me. You know, here I am, love me, love me, and people love you. And kudos to you for having that, bro. It hasn't always been like that. I used to be a very, very unlikable person. It's a gift that you somehow have been able to manage and wiggle your way into. So now, here's Dubs. And Dubs is all of a sudden in this bizarre world where Wonder Boy is the one that's loved because of something that he did off air in creating this upstairs, this, this brand new, I gotta say, it's an awesome office. Yeah. And Dubs is coming up with the crappy games and looking like the ass wipe on the air. Mm hmm So Dubs comes to me and says, I gotta get him back. I gotta do something. I gotta do something for the show on the air. Because, you know, I got I to gotta secure my place back as being, you know, one of the funnier dudes. You know, the, the funny go-to guy on the show. And so, what was it you ended up with? You, you were trying to throw on a, a bunch of ideas. What do you mean? Like, how, how did I come up with yeah. that idea? I, I was looking on AskMen.com. 
I get a lot of my show prep off that website. And they had <laughs> they had a uh, thing on gullible people. I'm like, all right, how can I, what kind of bit can I do about gullible people? What can I trick someone into? I'm like, well, we have that BMW. That BMW X3, which we've had for a while. It's a great car. And there's a whole thing going on. And actually kind of a little contest, too, about it, you know? Yeah. And so I, I'm like, all right, how can I trick Wonder Boy into thinking that that is his car? Because the whole situation was, when they first got it, Wonder Boy wouldn't allow it to even sniff it. He mm -hmm. couldn't even go near it. And Dubs is able to take it to Michigan. He's able to come back, the whole thing. But as soon as he painted the office upstairs, now you are able to, uh, you have to give the car over to Wonder Boy. And Wonder Boy's driving around talking about how great it is, and this is awesome, and man, this is outstanding, and this is one of the best things ever. And so, Dubs, you're a very mean, angry, hurtful kind of person. I'm not a mean, angry, hurtful kind of person. I wanted him just to think that, that was his car. You know, I wanted him to, and then me just pull the rug out from under him and say, no, we're just kidding. It's not your car. So you go through this whole situation where you're getting people involved, you're okaying Ex things. Yeah, it was, it was really involved. It took up a lot of my time, and I was surprised that I was able to keep it from someone that I work very parallel with in Wonder Boy. Mm -hmm. And I, I, so I'm, I'm contacting the, the BMW sales rep, Shondell, having her, you know, call into the show. I'm clearing it with Cameron. I'm clearing it with everybody I can, trying to make it more believable at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I go, uh, so Shondell calls into the show and says, you aren't going to believe this, you know, blah, 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 blah. We get to keep the car. We get to keep the car. And, Ron and Fez, and Wonder Boy didn't even pick up on this. They're like, all right, who is it going to be, Wonder Boy or Dubs? Not who's it going to be, Ron or Fez, are going to keep it, you know? Yeah, it was sure brilliance. I mean, it was, it really was, it was sure brilliance the way it was executed on the boys, and that's why it made it one of the best shows ever. What was that, Thursday night? Yeah, that was Thursday. Thursday night, night show. Oh, man. But anyway, so you and I, you know, you came to me with the idea, and I'm like, what you got to do is draw it out. I mean, really make him think that it's going to be in. Because I wanted to do it. When we, when we first brought all this up, was Wednesday. And when I had Shondell call in, was Wednesday. And I wanted to do everything Wednesday night, do the whole show on it Wednesday night. Yep. But instead, she, she calls in halfway through Wednesday's show, we kind of sell the fact and try to figure out, oh, what are these two guys going to do to win this $45,000 car? Exactly, the BMW X3. And so we were, and I think the reason that I believe Wonder, because Wonder Boy really feels like we're not his friends. And I'll be honest with you, I like the kid. Yeah. I like him a lot, and I consider him a friend. He has no idea, especially in our kind of friendship, what we do. Um,. You and I have done some dirty, mean things to each other. Oh, yeah. You and me and Shafee together have done some mean stuff to each other. And we're all in the entertainment industry, and if it ends up being for the show, it's for the show. It's like a lot of us have had problems, you know, me specifically in my, my marriage or what was of it, with our chicks not understanding that this is a show. And whatever happens on the air is part of the show, but off the air we can still be friends. So it's so funny because we sold the thing off the air. I mean, we're sitting there, what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? Like, uh, and I'm like, I still can't even believe it. Yeah, you know, and, I, I was, and there were times where I had to leave the room because I thought I was, I, I started snickering and laughing. 
And so I had to get up and walk out and just walk outside the room and laugh while Dubs is still in there. And I don't and know I, how you kept the straight face. Oh, I know. And then I'm just looking at you. You're rolling on the floor. And I'm still talking to Wonder Boy, totally straight face. And so they're coming up with all these ideas to do to each other. And Dubs is like, I don't care as long as you go first. You know, I'll take ten paintballs to the chest. You got to do it first. I'm like, you can come up with whatever you want to do. You just go first. And, and so then... Finally, when it all comes down to it, dude, so we're all sitting there, and it's all coming around. We're sitting upstairs the day of it, and we're like, oh, what are we going to do? And I'm like, I got an idea. Why don't we, because he talked about licking matchbox cars and putting them on your tongue if they're frozen and stuff. And we're just kind of trying to come up with something funny on the air. And so knowing the whole situation, I was like, how about we put the matchbox cars in the gay raj. No, no, th that came after because I, I started pushing that idea after he came up with his idea to break into each other's cars. And when he brought up that, I'm like, oh man, there's going to be damages to cars and it's going to be a big mess. So then we pushed your idea about the cars in the gay raj. And you get a little matchbox car, you put it in a condom, you lube it up, and you park it in the gay garage. I'm like... <laughs> and, of course, leave it to the hideout and its homoerotic humor to come up with this. And I was thinking, the only problem I have with it is the lube. Why, why are we lubing anything here? Because I knew I wasn't putting that anywhere. Dry stuff. And so your whole thing is you would make him go first again, and then while the car is parked, probably halfway in, uh, <laughs> everybody just starts laughing and saying, there's no X3. But that's really mean. I, I think that's less mean than what happened. Uh, do you really? Yeah. Neil, welcome into the hideout. Yeah, hey, guys. What up, brother? That was so mean, man. Um, hey, can I just firstly say, uh, you guys have a great show. Oh, thank you, buddy. Um, I listened to you, uh, uh, I'm down in New York, and I think you really, uh, you got a, you got a good little show. It's got legs. And uh, I just want to thank you for the, the many, uh, Pointless conversations, but it keeps uh, me very amused. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. And that's what we go for. Pointless conversations. Thanks, Neil. So when it all comes down to it, Wonder Boy, and you know, most of you heard it play out on the air, and if you don't, it's going to be in best of. So you'll hear it again. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely hear it again. I say you play it during the MLK holiday, because I want to hear that again as soon as possible. But, um... Well, there's Weekend Replay probably next weekend, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, stay tuned for that. But it Three times a month, eh? MLK Day. <laughs> but it ends up, ends up breaking his own, uh, his own glass window. And, and, dude, you guys were all outside, and I was in here running the board. And they said, ready, set, go. And, I, and the thing is, I gave him my baseball bats because Dubs was going to pick the lock in his car because they had to break into their own cars without using their keys. And somehow he believed me that I thought that I had a chance to pick my own lock by the time he would break his window. That is just milliseconds. No one could pick a lock that quick. And so he, as soon as, as, soon as they say, ready, set, go. And I, I swear to God, I'm in the studio. I drop to my knees because I am laughing so goddamn hard. I am standing out there in shock. That he actually did yeah, it. I, I figured all the way up to it that something's going to change. There's going to be some twist, and it's not going to happen. And, and I honestly thought, because it, it was all blatant, you know, I couldn't believe that he didn't think of it either. I'm thinking he figured the whole thing out, or maybe even Ron and Fez keyed him in on it. And, and he's going to break my window. And he's going to turn around and start smashing your car. And exactly. That's why I'm, I didn't even try to pick my lock. 
I was just keeping an eye on him. Just to make sure that he didn't turn around and start swinging the bats? Yeah, and right when he broke it, I'm like, oh, my God, it actually happened. Did you go collect the bats so that when you finally oh, yeah. ended up telling him that he... I hit him in, uh, in one of the sales uh, cubicles. Every last bat, I was going around grabbing them. I just want to say, Wonder Boy, and those of you listening, that you are a friend, and it may not seem like it. Now, I'm not even going to speak for Dubs, because, you know, El Jefe, myself, I am telling you that you are my buddy. You've bought me two meals, and that's enough for you to be a friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty. We've all been had at one point or another. And, yes, this was very involved. This was a very involved bit. But it was a great radio bit, and I don't see how anybody can't just go, wow, I got busted. You know, I did something really stupid. I busted my own window. <laughs> how funny is this, you know? And, it, and instead of going, you know, I was beat by a retard, saying, you know what, Dubs, maybe you are smarter than me. Or not even saying that. You got me. Yeah, you just got me. Ha, 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 you got me. You know, because it wasn't a thing of being smarter than anyone. It's a thing of acting. It was a whole two days of acting. It worked perfectly. Because I remember after Shondell announced it, you know, show's over, Ron and Fez have taken off, and the four of us are sitting in here, Wendell, Wonderboy, you, me. I'm like, God damn, dude, you guys get to keep the X3. What are you going to do? And he, and then the next day, the part that I was going to lose it at was when he tell us he, he couldn't sleep all night long. He was up all night wondering what, what, he, what he would do if he won the X3. What he would do, would he sell it, if he wins it, you know. There was even talk of maybe him giving away his car to a listener. Yeah. That, and it's, that, at that, that, it's at that point I'm sitting there eating chicken. I have to fake like I'm choking. And run out of there with my chicken because I'm laughing so hard. And Dubs is just looking at me because I'm in, you know, I'm in the hall. I'm looking at Dubs through the uh, in the in the Ron and Fez office. I'm just giggling like a schoolgirl. Just and you just figured at some point it was all gonna turn. Yeah, I, I never figured it would go that far. And that's the funny thing is I tried to figure <laughs> because I'm laughing so hard. And Dubs is just looking at me because I'm in, you know, I'm in the hall. I'm looking at Dubs through the uh, in the in the Ron and Fez office. I'm just giggling like a schoolgirl. Just and you just figured at some point it was all gonna turn. Yeah, I, I never figured it would go that far. And that's the funny thing is. I tried to figure out all these different kind of contests that would just humiliate, not break, you know? <laughs> and at one point you even said, dude, I feel bad. I feel bad. I don't think we should do this. And I was like, you have to do it. Yeah. He has to break his glass for it to be one of the greatest bits in radio, as I, as I thought, personally thought, and ended up being. What's your relationship like with him now? Very awkward. Very just professional. Straight up professional. Which, is it one of those situations, like, after you sleep with a chick at the office or something, you just, like, there's this weird tension? I think it's even stranger. Than sleep than you would have balled a chick? Yeah. <laughs> it's stranger than me balling Wonder Boy. What do you, what do you think the, uh, how do you think you guys are going to get together? You think you can ever see the working relationship get past this? Maybe. You care? Uh, at this point, you know, I'm, uh, uh, there's no time to care. You know, I got a job to do. Look at him. He's a star. You are a professional, bro. Congratulations. Congratulations on a great radio stunt. Congratulations to Ron and Fez to an amazing show. 
And congratulations to Wonderboy to still having my friendship, because I still like you. Hey, I, I, my friendship is there for him if he wants it. Taking a quick break. Coming back, open phone lines until 815, 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. NFL playoffs coming up for you at 815. Pats and Titans right now. St. Louis came storming back. It's tied up in overtime, 23-23 with Carolina. Uh, we'll give you updates, taking you up until the Pats-Titans uh, game. Taking a break, it's the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Spit on it. LFA's hideout. LFA's hideout. I'd like to complain about your show. Well, America, here's your chance to fight back. What? I'm going to come down there and kick your ass. 800 636 1067. Do it the wrong in the trash can. 202 432. You know what? It's me. 1067. Hey, welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Carolina wins it. Wow. Wait, flag. False start offense. Oh, man. Or what is it? Offsides. Now it'd be false start. No, they put the hands. Oh no, delay a game. I think it was delay a game, so they're gonna have to re-kick. Oh man. We'll keep you updated. It's coming up for you tonight: the Patriots and the Titans. Those of you just now tuning in, is, uh, expecting to hear the hideout. We started at five. How do you get a delay a game when you just took a timeout? I'm not positive, bro. Yeah, but it's little bastard area. 23-23 uh, in overtime. Carolina, St. Louis, and Carolina will now re-kick. As uh, they're looking to go on to the conference finals, I don't feel so bad about my Cowboys now. You know what? I knew after the Lions took out the uh, the uh, Rams, they they took all the breath out of the Rams. They took all the all the steam out of them. And now uh, and now they're trying to ice the kicker. It's one of those situations. God, dude. You know, I I only I you used think that actually works. I used to be a football fan. Oh yeah. Have you ever been in that? You don't play a lot of sports, do you? Play? I played football. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you weren't in one of those pressure situations. You were a, what, a defensive end? Defensive end. Okay. Because I don't know if you've ever been in one of those things where it's it's you and it's only you and the game's on the line. And, you know, it's all about it. Really, most of any sport is all confidence. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter if they're icing you. It doesn't matter if... Uh, you know, they're throwing the ball at your head, and it's baseball. It doesn't matter. More than likely, if you feel like you can do it, it's nothing's going to stop you. It's a mind game. That's what it is. You know, whether it's, you know, you, you shoot the free throw or whatever the case, nothing stops you. Uh, you're just saying, all right, well, you're just prolonging your own agony because I'm about to about to stick a knife in you and turn it around. you got to be fearless, man. you got to be one of those dudes where, you know, you, I can't be faded. How long of a kick is this? I don't know. I can't tell. I don't know if we can. Oh. Really, I don't know if we can really even say anything. No, but either. Oh, they're they're even kicking it now. Yeah. And they're just running a little time, and uh, so are we, as we're going to come up on 8:15 and uh, do some stuff for you. Well, I uh, appreciate everybody hanging out in the hideout so far. It, it started slow. Yeah, but well, it, I ended up having a great time. No, I did. I did too. It's one of those situations where we really haven't been on consistently. I guess since uh, mid-December. You know, we're doing the Christmas show. We're doing New Year's Eve shows. We haven't been on a Saturday in, I don't know, maybe a month between the Skins and the various other shows. True. And we're not even in our regular time slot. Those of you uh, who have maybe caught on to us earlier listening now, 
Uh, 8 to 11, Saturday nights, that's when you'll hear El Jefe's hideout. And people always wonder, too, times always switch. You know, what the hell? Times are always switch. Always go to WJFK.com. If you hit up WJFK.com, they actually do a really good site of updating uh, what goes on. Yeah. Especially on the weekend programming. I know uh, Lisa takes care of that. And so Lisa does a great job. And by Friday afternoon, you'll know along with us <laughs> when the hideout's going to be on. Again, open phone lines until uh, the Pats and um, the okay, Titans now. come on the air. Now it's going to happen. Oh, what about your Lions, man? Where do you see your Lions going in uh, 04? Lions will not make the playoffs next year, but they will come close. How good is their draft pick? They don't even have a, a, as good a draft pick as their skins, do they? No, the skins have five, right? Number five, and uh, the, the Lions have the number eight pick. If you were the if you were the uh, skins, what are you going with, man? What do you think the skins need most in this upcoming draft? If I, I was the skins, I think priority one now is getting Champ Bailey to resign. Yeah, and I would say a which you really can't pick up in the draft a brooding running back, just someone who can muscle out four quarters of just. Straight up the middle football. Oh, Stephen Davis, like the Panthers have right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody like that. Someone like that would be great for him. I think at that point, number five, because I don't know if you're going to find somebody there, you got to get the best like defensive end possible. I think you yeah. need a defensive end who can put some sort of pressure on the quarterback, move LeVar to middle linebacker. You know, it's so funny, too. So yesterday, you know, during the whole Joe Gibbs coverage, they're showing all the ex-skins, you know, and everybody looks their age. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they first show the face, and then they'll pop up the little thing that says who they are. Oh, this is Charles Mann, or this is... Oh! He missed it! Wow. Okay, so what... So now, can we talk about it now? What happened? Yeah. So, all right, since it's already happened, uh, it's one of those situations where Carolina had ended up making the field goal. Then there was a penalty, so they had to re-kick. They decided because of the five yards, they want to move a little closer, so they try to get a little closer. They try to run a couple plays. To get a little closer, pointed toward the middle. Yep. Uh, what is wow. It? <laughs> they barely missed, too. The, the Rams are using their timeouts to try to ice like we had talked about. And the second go-round was not successful. So it's playoff football, bro. That's the way it goes down. You think you're one of those situations where time's out on you? Well, you never know. It's never. What that's, it, that's when you know. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to lose, but that's when you know it's just destined to be that you you can't move on. You know, if the, the Panthers, if if you're that close, you make it even, but there's a penalty that brings it back, and then you kick it again, and it misses by that little. You know it's not destined to happen. I think it was Brett Favre's dad that did that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has, has that been pissing you off? No, you know what? I'm actually a big fan of that story. Now that the Cowboys but, are out, but I'm, I'm a how, believer in that. How much they're milking it, the uh, people, like, it's almost like Brett Favre's dad's a sponsor for those shows now, you know? Like, he's actually this... Uh, this halftime report sponsored by Brett Favre's dead dad. Well, you know, it's one of the situations where, I mean, I don't know about you, but I got issues with my pops. And so to see something that, you know, a good father, you know, a father situation, a good father story where there was a loving dad, I'm, that, you know, he's just rubbing it in. I think it makes me want to cry a little bit. What, oh, Brett Favre yeah. or his dad? His dad oh. is helping him win the Super Bowl. It's a, hey. It is a very, very sad story. I'm not going to deny that, but I think that what the uh, people, like the the broadcasters, 
are just kind of milking it for, you know, too much. You know, whenever we were talking about you dying and me hooking up with your chick, every time that I made her reach her peak, I'd say, Dubs for, dubs for Dubs. Dubs did that. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I could. I'd, I'd be finished already. Dubs is helping me hold out. Dubs wants you to get there. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's true, though. It's true. 800-636. Can't wait to bang your dead dad. 1067. <laughs> oh my. my dead dad? <laughs> Whatever. If we're, if we're going that route. <laughs> 1067. You know what we need? We need beers right now. Now's the time we need beer. Oh, yeah. You're going home, you're getting loaded, watching your big HD TV 51-inch screen. Yeah, definitely. I, do, I actually have to pick up some uh, another six-pack on the way home. I think I got some Ultra upstairs left over from the New Year's Eve. I may be drinking a little brew while watching the Pats and the uh, Titans here while we uh, do that game here at JFK. Aaron, welcome to the hideout. Hey, guys. What's up? Great show. Thank you. Um, I actually have a heads up for you as far as the whole goth industrial scene in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I know, there's only really one night left that's uh, weekly. It's at Nations in Southeast. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, cool. The party's called Alchemy. Uh, there's a website you can go to where they have all of the other uh, different nights as far as that stuff goes. Awesome. Thank you, bro. I'm looking into that. I think that's one of the main things that I learned. Where I'm going to spend my Thursday nights from now on. Ladies, get in free. Do I count? Radio star. Playing the radio star card. Count as a lady. Coming up, Titans, Patriots. I wonder if they're going to delay the game at all because Carolina and St. Louis are still no. all tied up. Isn't it? It's a different uh, different network anyway. Yeah, it is. But sometimes the NFL is like, hey, could you do us a favor? Could, yeah. you, could, you, could you help a brother out? We'll be back next Saturday night, 8 o'clock, 8 to 11. Uh, tonight, Pats, Titans. After that, Stacy Show as the... Uh, Phenoms are gone. Big ups for the Phenoms. Uh, we miss you guys. I want to talk about it at some point. We will. Man, I, just, I think it's too early. It's not too early to bang Dubs' chick if uh, Dubs dies, but to talk about But it is too early to bang Favre's dad. <laughs> and with that, Dubs says the show's over. I did. Uh, you've been listening to the new hit, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Well, wow, bitch, 5,000. Yeah.
diamond is so tight that if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass, in two weeks you have a diamond. So don't feed me your f***ing lies, Cameron. You prey on people, Cam! Cam. Don't listen to the naysayers. 